Welcome back, everyone, to the Anime DGENs podcast, episode 38. It's got Dan, you got Tyler, and we have a special guest today. The extraordinary anime titty doctor himself, Ash, is joining the podcast. We'll get to know him a little bit. We're going to bullshit a lot. And then finally, we're going to get into some tropes that we love and tropes that we love to hate. How are you guys doing today? Doing wonderful, bro. Kinda. Roughly. Yeah. We'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ash? Are you What's sure up, you bro? haven't been drinking? <laughs> no, that this is sounds me, like an incoherent response, but okay. <laughs> That's just Tyler in a nutshell, bud. God damn. That's funny. I'm doing I'm God damn, I'm doing all right. I've actually been looking at back and forth my other screen, checking on the scores and games right now. Making sure Very my fantasy nice. team's doing pretty well. Yeah, I'm looking like I'm going to win a couple games this weekend, so that's always exciting. Yeah, that I just need, uh, you know, to keep this 80-point lead, and I'll be Gucci, so... If you <laughs> lose an 80-point lead, you, you're, you're a king of choking, dude. Done. Well, the thing is, is, like, all my players has played, so, and they've got, like, a couple decent ones still left, so... Well, coach up your team. Get them going, True. and you know, maybe maybe it'll come through for you. But then Justin Fields will just tattle on me in the post game interview. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well, awesome, Tyler. You want to get us started with a little bit of news we have this week? Yeah. Um. So apparently, the boy and a heron, which is uh Miyazaki Ghibli, um, um, the movie, the newest one or whatever. It's coming out December 8th in North American theaters. I think I've seen somewhere where it was actually coming out for early screenings um, in uh, November, I believe, in maybe New York or something. I don't even know. So, But I guess it's nationwide December 8th. So it's pretty cool. But we finally get it. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for his quote-unquote not really last movie. Yeah. Because he's already working on another one that's psychopath, but I'm excited for this one. I've heard really good things so far. Yeah. What about you? Do you have any news, Ash? <laughs> I do have some news, but uh, I actually do want to see that movie when it comes out because I feel that it's been a while since we have like theater releases of Miyazaki films. Maybe. I mean, because we usually have like Ghibli Fest. And like Ghibli Fest, like we'll play like a rant, like a couple random movies, but it's rare when it's the newer ones coming out. Because even like, what was it the, was it the Witch on Pop? Was the Wind was Rises. That, the Wind Rises. Okay. Yeah. Was, was the that last the last one? one? Was that the last one? But did it go yeah. come out in theaters though? It was 2013. I don't know. Mm, okay. Has it really been that long since Miyazaki's released something? Yeah, that mm. was his last, last supposedly last film. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, because his son has put out a couple. That's the thing. And those he, ones were more recent. Yeah, and he talks shit about him. He's like, my son sucks at this, which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised about that. God. <laughs> but yeah. Um, What's up? Sorry, go for it. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I can't remember the last time I actually went to the theaters to watch anime. So, the Demon Slayer? Maybe Mugen Train? Possibly. Yeah, Mugen Train, and then I also went to watch the Demon Slayer Season 3 the intro thing. Yeah, that was pretty cool. 
mm. last two and then the first one of the new one swordsmith village maybe cool. entertainment was it entertainment no it was uh the swordsmith Sword oh, oh Smith that's right because you got to see pink uh whatever the, the name is uh the love know, hashira looks even know. better on the big screen that's all i'll say about that <laughs> okay okay <laughs> now, now what's up ash <laughs> sorry the last one i saw in theaters actually was the quintessential quintuplets movie that was the last one i saw i really wanted to see that but the thing <laughs> is is i watched it in japanese uh with no i did too stuff. I did. <laughs> oh, you watched Genosa. Oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, wow. so I watched it, you know, uh, selling on the seas, you know what I mean? With uh, no subs. So, damn, that's funny. Yeah. Cause I and... already read the, uh, the light novel thing or whatever. So I knew what was going to happen. So, yeah, same. Tyler put a straw hat on and scoured the internet. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I yeah. had to see it, bro. Like, I had to, I had to actually see it. I, I, I cried. So, <laughs> yeah, because like I, I saying, but I cried. <laughs> yeah, because like I I read the whole manga way before the series was done, and then me and my co-host Ace, we both got tickets to go watch this actual like movie since we're caught up with everything. So like we might as well see how it ends. It was great. I, w- I wish I had like uh uh you know like a rom com sh- like buddy to go places like that with. So it would be lovely. Right. I know, right? That's that'd be pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, bro. What do you mean? I, oh, I do. Yeah, my co-host. But yeah, I know. But still. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear it. I, yeah. I have I have my shonen anime buddy who's like will randomly just meet at a movie theater in the middle. He lives in Boston, so it's like forty minutes. So I'm like going to meet in the middle and go watch some anime. He's like, let's get some beers first. I'm like, hell yeah. You talking there about Krieger? Go. No, Krieger actually lives about f- five hours from me. Oh, okay. it's, it's it's my buddy Beans. Oh, okay. Damn. Beans. I got a buddy named Beans, but he lives in like Georgia or Alabama or something. I don't know. Different Beans. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Well, right. Ash, I think uh, before we go to the little sidebar, you said you had some news. Yeah. So those of you that like rom-coms, because <laughs> the moment we say that, um, my dress up Darlene's manga actually just topped 10 million copies in circulation. Mm, okay so yeah and that happened as a friday from aniplex revealing in um shinichi uh fukuda's actual my dress up darling the manga has reached 10 million copies of circulation uh fukuda draws the illustration there's an illustration for the 10 million in circulation as well like if anybody wants to go see it i i can probably post it online for these guys to check it out in their discord but it's I actually re- fucking awesome i really Hope they hurry up and bring back my dress up darling uh, anime. Like I've been waiting so long for it to come back. So, I mean, they did say there's supposed to be a second season. They just haven't announced when. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm, and I'm also current with the manga as well. And the manga still feels it has a long ways to go to finish. And right now, I think they're like in chapter like in the 80s. Right now, I think they are right now. It's so long to adapt it, Rod. I feel well, like it's not even that. It's like the the I believe the chapters come out monthly. Oh, it's a monthly. Okay. Yeah, and it's only been around since like twenty, like twenty. I think twenty twenty one. I want to say. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I want because it's it's not a very old series either. So it the fact that like that's how much they have it. It makes sense if they're not pushing forward more seasons this quickly because you know if you want to do if you end up doing that you end up losing part of the actual 
story that's involved too. So taking the time on it should be a good idea though. <laughs> Dan has no idea what you just said for the last couple minutes because he yep. he's a shonen boy, so I know. Whoa. Yeah. I just don't like the rom com <laughs> genre, dude. But you know, I, I totally, there, there is a rom com for everybody. I totally get what he's saying though, because when anime gets ahead of the manga, it is atrocious. Yeah. And we will get to that, Ash. I hope you are prepared because mm-hmm. we will get to that. We are gonna find Dan a damn rom com, bro, that he likes, and we'll we'll has talk it, about it in a little bit. Has not happened yet. Yeah, we'll talk <laughs> which ones have it. you? Which ones have you watched? So I made him watch Toradora and okay. Rent a Girlfriend. No, you don't give him Rent a Girlfriend. That one's like that will steer people away from it. <laughs> oh yeah. That I, one steers I, people away from him. So, so well, let me tell you his guidelines. His guidelines uh-huh. is he wants no uh, younger people. He wants adults, and okay. he wants, I guess, I, what do you want, Dan? <laughs> tell me what you, you want. want. Adult? You want adults? Okay. What else? I, I, I don't like a bunch of high schoolers running around punching each other, even though they love the main character and all that crap. We'll get into that very later. And um, no, I think if it was like an office comedy, like you give me like the office, but um, uh, uh, an anime, I'd be cool with it. Okay, but I don't like the whole high school thing. I'm just I'm old. <laughs> I am, too, but some of them are still pretty entertaining. I'm an old soul and I'm married yeah. and I just don't want to deal with that shit. <laughs> I really enjoy Rent a Girlfriend, but it's just what I always tell people. It's peak trash. Mm-hmm. It's it trash, is. but it's it's funny to me, so. Well, we'll get in that to a little bit, but before we do, we're going to talk to Ash a little bit about who he is, when did he get addicted to anime, and his podcast. So to start, tell us a little bit about your podcast. What's the title? Your host? What do you guys talk about? For show, for show. So my podcast is called The Simping for Senpai Podcast. It's a show with just me, my two co-hosts, Psychotics and Ace. All we do is mainly just talk about anime, talk about manga, stuff in the anime world, news, all that great stuff, and kind of why we enjoy watching the stuff that we actually like to watch. I think that's both mostly the basis of the show. The other like forty percent of the actual show is just a bunch of rambling sometimes. Because <laughs> we, right. we, we get off on so many fucking tangents on my show, it is so funny that I just don't even put control on it. I just let it continue the entire time. <laughs> like we had, like we we're very good friends with another podcast known as the Up Your Experience Podcast, and it's a good friend of the of our show. His name is Blaze McBain, and his other co-host Bats. Dude, both of them when they were on our show when we were reviewing, I believe it was Double O Gundam. No, 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 no. Was it Double Gundam or was it no? No, no, no. It was the Birdie Wing. No, no, no. Well, because they. Oh no, that's right. It was Birdie Wing. It was Birdie Wing. Thank you. So they came on to to actually review Birdie Wing with us, but we reviewed the entire series and not half of it. Just like how the way how it came out is fucking very weird. It's a very good show to watch, by the way. Go check it out. It's actually pretty cool. Uh, Anyways, they went off on a tangent talking about gunpla. (laughs) <laughs> because one of the nice. characters in because one of the characters in the show loves gunpla and just they went on a tangent of like what's the different types of gunplas that there are usually how long it takes to do them and the proper tools and the way to manage and maintain those things 
I let that shit go off for like 20, 30 minutes, and then I finally had to cut it. I'm like, all right, guys, we need to review the sh- <laughs> We need to continue reviewing the show. Like, damn, I said only an hour and a half. If we're about to go on about an hour and 20, just from the end of this portion, we haven't even started the review. Dude, I totally, I totally feel that. Sometimes I feel like I have like two fishing poles, mm-hmm. and I'm just like reeling Tyler and Pass in. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds it sounds like your po- podcast is kind of similar to ours. So <laughs> a lot of bullshit. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, Tyler's been on an episode. He, he yeah. can pretty much vouch for that because he was a part of the actual just nonstop shenanigans that was happening too with like psychotics. Yeah, me. <laughs> I think we argued about. Uh, I think we argued about like Naruto for a little while. So I was that it was something in that lines. I know it was something about a shonen. I just don't remember which one specifically it was. I'm pretty sure it was Naruto. I think uh, I think sure it was though. about Sakura. Honestly. Oh no. yeah, that's right. It's always <laughs> it's, it. It's always that that starts shit in <laughs> other shows that I've been a part of. <laughs> Sakura. Don't sucks. Know why. I mean, I'm a big Naruto fan. Like, I I like Sakura a lot, but I can see like she has a lot of faults, and it's not her fault, you know. It's it's you know Kishimoto. So, yeah, no, that's understandable. Well, let's definitely not go down that tangent because I feel like we have ten times at this point <laughs> on this podcast alone. <laughs> True. But, uh, so, speaking guys, of like your name, uh, Ash, like. Good. How how'd you get that? Like it's so unique. I know you asked me the same thing when I was on your podcast, mm-hmm. but like literally like simping for senpai. That's like that's that's wild name, right? It's unique. So if you go back to listen to our very first, I want to say four episodes, we had a different name, and we've kept those episodes just because it's it's still part of our history. I would say not really. I wouldn't really say history because we're still not not like a highly viewed or highly like listen to podcasts, but we're like top twenties and like random countries. So you probably never even fucking think that they would listen to podcasts, <laughs> but, <laughs> but here's the funny part. The, my co-host ACE was actually the one that came up with that name. Cause we were thinking of, we were thinking of just spitballing ideas of what to name a podcast. And it's like, the first thing I said is like, we kind of have to make it something where, it kind of needs to like reel them in with the name. It's either like, this is a stupid name. It's like, all right, let's see what the fuck they have. Because <laughs> in my head, I think the exact opposite. When I think of something that's just dumb as hell, it has a, a stupid name, it would attract people. But some people think the opposite of that. It's like when they see a stupid name, they'll be like, I don't want to even touch that thing at all. Like uh, a good example, actually, because I a lot of people love this movie and regarding it for so damn long. But a lot of people that I've recommended this to don't want to watch it because the fucking title is what steers them away. And it's um, I want to eat your pancreas. Oh, yeah, I love that. It's one of my top uh, top movies, honestly. Yeah, that's also one of Ace's favorite movies, too. But he always has that thing where people want to watch like anime. And sometimes we don't want to give them like an enormous fucking series where it's like, oh, you need like 40 episodes and then it gets fucking intensely insane. It's like, no, sometimes you can just give them like a movie. And if they like the movie, we can start giving them shows slowly and gradually get them into like an anime. That one is hard sell to give people because the moment they hear that, they assume it's a gory, bloody, messy, freaking type of show or movie. But I Want Eat Your Pancreas is actually a very sad and depressing freaking movie <laughs> to watch. It's such a good movie. But I think it's, uh, it's that type of thing, though. I think I actually tried to get 
I think I like floated the idea to Dan and Bass for us to like review it one time. And I think they had the same reaction. Did you not bet Dan? Yeah. I was like, so is this about somebody eating somebody's pancreas? Cause that is, <laughs> exactly. that is fucking weird. <laughs> and, and that's the funny part because animes have the tendency to mislead a lot of things, especially if stuff gets mistranslated as well. That's and true. I, I basically told them that it was basically like a, um, just a saying. It's basically a saying that mm-hmm. is it's the whole base of the show, though, kind of. So mm-hmm. I have not heard that saying, and I've been on this earth for a while now, so I gotta I gotta keep my ears open. I guess maybe it's a Japanese thing. I don't know. <laughs> it's like okay, it's like it's like this, for instance. Like I, I like bringing stuff up. Like I was like bringing this specific title up. Like um, as in oh, was it uh, Hokai no Kyojin? I think that's the that's the name of it. That's Attack on Titan's Japanese name. I think it is. I think that's the name. Honkai no Kyojin. Yeah, Shikinji. Oh, Shikinji no Kyojin, right? Yeah, Yeah, something like that, yeah. Okay, so when that gets translated, it actually means the wandering giants. Hmm, Attack on Titan. But when when they translated it here, they called it Attack on Titan, but there is no fucking thing called Titan on there. Okay. Okay. If now they call it Attack of the Giants, I think that would have made a better sensing title. Yeah, Attack on Titan, though, is way more fucking metal than The Wandering Giant. That sounds like some Disney movie. <laughs> yeah, it does. And and uh, one of my favorite series, which is called Origaru, which is my teen romantic mm. comedy snafu, that thing is also mistranslated as well. It's actually, uh, was it, my, my teen romance isn't as what I expected. I think that's what it is. I think it's even longer than that, right? Yeah, I think it is longer than that, but that's like shorthanding that thing. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like an isekai title almost, yeah. but not an isekai. So. Exactly. And that's essentially like how I would say the name of the show is kind of like that. Because it's like it's kind of mistranslated as it is like simping for senpai. But it's also the main reason why it's like it sounds stupid. And that's why you just grab people in. It's like, okay, let's see what these guys simp about, blah, blah, blah. And it's true. We do simp about a bunch of a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but also it's the fact that like a lot of us have very different takes and views on stuff. And... If you actually do pay attention to a lot of the stuff, you can tell like what all of our gauges or interests are. But it, regardless, the cohesion of that like makes the show what it is. Awesome. So going off of that, mm-hmm. if you had to pick like one episode, or that's tough because like nobody remembers episode numbers, but like a topic okay. you guys have discussed, what's one that you would recommend to our listeners so they could check it out? Okay. Do you want a trolley one, or do you want a, an actual like serious one that people should check out? I feel like or, or one of each. I mean, I one you, of each. Yeah, yeah. Roll with it. Okay, so we had an episode where we talked about it was um oh what what fucking episode was it? Shit. Okay, we had an episode where we talked about uh Netflix and Netflix jail and how like it kind of hindered the anime industry a little bit. That one was our episode ten, I believe it was. I do want people to go check that one out because that actually was an also an episode when we had our very first guests, which was uh, David and Jordan from the uh, Shonen Flop podcast. Uh-huh. It's it's one of those few where I would say it's like it's this is was us diving into something that we want to take different perspective of because these guys only read manga. They never watch. They don't really mm-hmm. watch anime at all. They just read manga. So I like getting their perspective, especially when it comes to can some of that stuff translate to this and also certain practices do they hinder 
anime and people essentially the anime community into whether they want that or not because that was one of the biggest things that we said about netflix jail we've had episodes we had shows where they'll be on netflix they'll say that's coming out like summertime but it doesn't get released until like nine months later like fully put out but it's already out in japan so it's and we get that a lot when it comes to streaming streaming pretty much get us all the episodes that we want the moment of the air but netflix was ass backwards when they're doing their shit because Amazon did it weekly, freaking Crunchyroll did it weekly, Hi-Dye did it weekly, Hulu did shit weekly, and yet they were the only ones that didn't want to give it the program. And I think because of that episode, I actually almost dropped my subscription to Netflix because of that episode. <laughs> I, feel I, feel like, I feel like it's gotten better though, right? It has gotten better, and the only reason why it got better is because of two specific animes, and I'm actually glad that they kind of picked it up, but I also hated the fact that they picked it up, because one of them is Comics Can't Communicate. Yeah. Oh. I've read the I've read the manga. The manga is phenomenal. It's kind of stale now, because there's so many fucking chapters now of that. But yeah, the same thing, I assume. Yes, but yeah. the thing is, like, that anime tested the waters for viewerships to see if they if weekly would work on that and the funny part is it went up when they were doing that and not only that not only was that the only one that they were doing it with they were doing it with also um what was it uh fuck it's the painting anime what the fuck was it called painting yes I don't know that no no no, <laughs> no that's no, my no, dream no. isekai leave that out no. of us no <laughs> fuck it's not fuck it's it fuck what was it called damn it hold on i need to fucking get my receipts for this one <laughs> because this one was like uh this one was really blue period that oh one. okay Cause, i've cause seen that because that one was also doing it weekly and that thing was actually one of the that was in the top 10 of the most watched series as it was airing on netflix they promote that shit a lot still that's why I see it all the time so. and that's and see what happens when you say you're gonna do it weekly and promote it on your actual service and you can get more people to watch it it's like, dude, and not only that, during the pandemic and into, like, most recent, anime is the number one thing being watched on Netflix. I, I love that. Yeah. So. But during this time when we released that episode, that was, like, two or three years ago that episode was released. This was during the time when anime was barely getting more and more recognition on Netflix. And during that time, I was saying that there was no way anime would survive on Netflix because no one's watching it on there. And they don't tell you what's on there either. But now... I'm kind of more indifferent because now they've actually been doing better. The only thing I hate what they did that they shouldn't have done was the JoJo stuff because that pissed me the fuck off. And I'm a huge JoJo fan. Love that. Waiting yeah. three years for each part of fucking part six. <laughs> fuck no. That's dumb as fuck. I could read that entire part in, in like, like, in like way less than the time it took them <laughs> like to release that. Yes, definitely. Yeah. No, it's like I haven't even finished Stone Ocean yet because like I caught up mm -hmm. and then it was just forever. And I was like, OK, and then I kind of forgot about it. And I'm like, oh, I got to go back and rewatch that now, or watch it. But I'm like, I need to rewatch the first part because it's been so long. It's so you long. Know? Exactly. And, this, and that was one of the actual one of the main arguments I made. It's essentially when you hear like a show coming out and you still haven't seen it release anywhere over time, you're going to forget about it and you're not going to go back to it. That's why a lot of these other shows that when they get so hyped and then they get put in like Netflix jail or they get put into Disney Plus jail, no one gives a shit about them after that. And it's like, it sucks because that's the trend of how anime is. Every season, there's always that one thing that always like is the bombest thing that you're going to go watch and everyone's watching it. 
But then once they hear something and no one's talking about it, it gets like zeros everywhere of views. And it's bullshit. It That's really is. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing that's happening with like Zom 100 right now. If you were watching oh my, that, yeah, dude. And I like, read the manga. The manga's so good. We're just sitting here waiting for three episodes. And I was telling Tyler, I was like, I honestly hope they just like finish the season and then they start with those three episodes and continue, not just drop them and then wait another like year and a half. You know, that was also the same thing with Uncle from Another World, and I love that show. I love that show too, dude. <laughs> and then it happened to Near Automata as well. And and I'm like Jesus, man. We gotta give we gotta give him some breaks though, because of COVID. COVID was a big yeah. factor in all of that. And mm. I mean, when also, your studio Jap- went down, it went down. You know. Mm. Also, Japan still takes it very very serious about the COVID stuff. So here we're more lenient and lax on it because a lot of people just don't give a shit half the time. <laughs> but over there, they really do care about their especially when you have more than 50% of your population over the age of 55. So you kind of have to be very careful with everything up there. Plus, I feel like, you know, they're a lot more denser, you know what I yes, mean? So it could too. probably, you it know, spreads way do a quicker. lot more damage, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. that and I mean, Asia in a whole has been hit with a lot more of the pandemic kind of viruses than we have in the States. I mean, besides COVID, mm-hmm. like before that, we had like, H1 the swine H1. flu the swine flu mm-hmm. yeah and like that was like i was in middle school or early high school so i was like well you know like we hadn't had anything like covid since then you know no well, i mean they, they had h1n1 when um obama was in power during that time like, yeah they shut that, that one down like, pretty quick though like, yeah but that one was spread. quick yeah mm-hmm. it didn't spread like covid did you know exactly but <laughs> awesome so going into your anime origins so how and when did you first get into anime it's pretty much the same as like a lot of people, but my anime was very, probably different from some because unless you grew up in my area, which is Southern California, and I'm Latino, I'm Mexican, I would watch a lot of shows in Spanish most of the time. And there was, uh, if most people that know of this station is called Telemundo, that thing would show anime, cartoons. Okay. But the thing is, during that time when I was watching that, I didn't even know what anime was. And uh, a one hit me very, very hard because I love the sport of soccer. And, uh, of course, it, it, for, all the, for all my Mexicans, it's a football. <laughs> so, great one of the title. great... Exactly, no. That, well, that, that's the name of the... That's actually how the sport's named... Yeah. In, in America, we call it soccer. Everywhere else, oh, called no, 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 football. Yeah, football. Yeah. Yeah. I, thought you were, I thought you were saying no, that's that not the, the title. anime that's, was called that's, that's football. The title. No, was like, the, nice. ti- the title of the series is called, when this was what the name was in Spanish, it's called Super Campeones, which means Super Champions. But in Japan, the series was called Captain Tsubasa, which means, oh, Cap- okay. which means Captain Flash Kick. Honestly, that was my first kind of taste into anime, and then I started watching like Dragon Ball Z in Spanish stuff like that and then we got like the fox and the wb like saturday morning lineup and yes, sometimes the, the fox like afternoon block as well where we got all these insane shows and shit like that the, that yeah. essentially like was my childhood and that got me my main love of anime and there's like so many enemies i can I'll, i can name most of them <laughs> the top of my head pretty easily from awesome. most of those blocks i love I how you bring up Go ahead, Dan. Oh, I was just, I love how you bring up the Fox Morning Block because we haven't we've talked a lot about Toonami, obviously, but like yeah. that I grew Fox up with no cable. Block. I grew up with no cable, so Toonami to me, I didn't get cable until like 2002, 2003. 
Okay. Yeah. That that Fox Morning Block had some bangers though. I mean, I remember like Sonic mm. X was on it. I'm a huge Sonic Sonic nerd. Like if you look at my camera, like mm. I have a bunch of Sonic shit behind me. It had like Beyblade. It had uh what else was on it? Those are the two that really sick. I think Digimon was on it as well. Power so, Rangers. So Digimon was on there. Power Rangers was like one of the main staples that was during that block. We had like Mass Rider, which was originally Common Rider in Japan, stuff like that. Yeah. But if you want to go through the animated series that are on there, like we had Samurai Pizza Cat. Samurai Pizza Cat was from like the 80s. And that thing was on the Fox lineup during that time when I was watching stuff. You go to the WB, you had Yu-Gi-Oh! You had Pokemon. You had Cardcaptor Sakura. Dude, you had freaking Sailor Moon in your freaking lineups. Dude, a lot of those. Dude, you had like Hamtaro, even like on normal television on top of that. Hamtaro was a banger. I, I told uh, Tyler's never seen Hamtaro, and I sent him a gif, and he was like, "What's this?" I was like, "The greatest hamster anime you're ever gonna watch, dude." <laughs> Hamtaro is a very, very kiddish show, dude. If you really want to, ch- if you really want a kiddish show that's good, Doraemon's better, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Dan is it. Was it you, Dan, that talked about Dora- Dor- Doraemon a lot, or is that somebody else? I haven't talked a lot about Doraemon, but like, I mean, it's it's a fucking cat with like a. Magic trans- transforms yeah. into stuff, man. Yeah. Transforms shit. He's got a magic like pocket that just pulls random shit out of it. Like Gintama makes fun of it all the fucking all the time. time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like dude, all those like all those shows just in general, you had so much. And that's when I slowly started liking that type of stuff. Like I really did. And the funny part is, I think it was not until like I was in I think middle school, I finally found out that most of those shows I was watching was anime. Yeah, it took that long to me to know that. But at the same time, it's like er- early freaking like late 1990s, early 2000s. At, that's how long it took for me to finally find out that that's what it was when I was like 11 years old, 11, 12. That was so many people. I mean, Bass was like that. I mean, I didn't realize I was watching anime. I was just watching cartoons, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that was the thing. Like, that's what everyone would always call them. Just like, oh, I just watched some cartoons and stuff like that. But then like that just opens up a giant can of freaking worms that I know where to especially Definitely. if you especially when you get down to demographics and genres like damn yeah I mean even you know where I'm from you know I'm like backwoods Kentucky so like people still think it's cartoons like most people you know especially Ooh. they're older you know they're like you know why are you watching cartoons for and I'm like well, they're not really cartoons but Mm-hmm. <laughs> cartoons oh. with the best writing known to fucking man <laughs> yeah pretty much but like you yeah. can you can honestly pick a couple of animes and you can pretty much compare it to a tv show kind of in the similar aspect of it and you can pr- almost guarantee someone's gonna probably pick the anime more over the show though oh i mean why wouldn't they you know the yeah. anime are just like the only cartoon i really uh we really call it cartoon, I guess, but like Avatar, like that's the only one that really holds up in my mind. So, so good. That American has an anime. Great yeah. writing. That's great writing. I um, mean, there's some great cartoons out there, but it's just a different thing. Like with it cartoons, it was always weekly. It wasn't like it was like a carrying on plot. I mean, like there were some good ones. Codename Kids, Kids Next Door. That was a banger. <laughs> that was a great show. <laughs> you know, for Co- the longest time, I actually thought that Attack on Titan was Teen Titans. <laughs> oh my god. Damn. <laughs> I thought that's what everybody was talking about, bro. Yeah, it's, it's actually this Beast Boy turning into a Titan. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I think that's yeah. the first time I've said that, but that was literally a thing for me when I was younger, so 
Shame. <laughs> Mother of God. Shame, <laughs> but, shame, shame. But you get to like the next question, I guess. Uh, do you have right. like a favorite like genre, category, even demographic that you like pull towards? Like your favorites? I here the thing is I like um I have very varying opinions on every single one, which everyone usually does. It's like we always gravitate to the ones we enjoy the most. But I do gravitate more towards like Seinen some and a lot of shoujo as well. Or or if you want to get to a little more adulter themed ones like Jose's. Like yeah. those ones there, like those main three are the my main like staples, pools and stuff like that that I usually like to read most. I do read some shonen on top of that. I do like shonen stuff. Not a whole lot of it because after a while, sometimes I just don't really care about most of the stuff I do because Shoujo does the same thing too, and so the so the Jose's as well. They have certain things that are in there, but it's just the twists and spins that they put on their actual storytelling is what I enjoy the most about those. And they usually tend to be almost hand in hand with each other. But there's also like certain series you have no idea that they were based off of this demographic than the other one. Like if we would say like uh Kaguya Love is War, do you know what demographic that one's under? Um I, I personally do because I've read it and watched the series. I would assume that it would be a shoujo, but I'm probably wrong, right? It's yeah, you are definitely wrong. That cause that's what I've, I would have thought as well. What it's is a it? Shonen, baby. It's not <laughs> I'm a, just kidding. It's I'm not kidding. a shonen. It's not a shonen. It's actually a seinen. I was gonna say it's probably seinen, right? Yeah, it's a seinen. Yeah. yeah, like that's a seinen. Initial D is a seinen. Freaking um, I, I uh, can see it though, like because they don't really do like a lot of lovey dovey type shit. It's more like flirting and teasing around, you know, with comedy. So they they don't. But the strange thing is, it's the only reason why they have those demographics is because it's they have like subject matter that's supposed to be for more mature audience. We don't really see a whole lot of it in when you read the actual manga of Kaguya-sama until you start seeing like the development of the actual characters themselves because they actually do talk about like wanting to lose their virginities in the actual manga. Okay. Nice. And and that's the thing. And it's like you never see that in in freaking shonen's most of the time. Like they don't really like wherever talk about. It. They always be like, "Oh, like boobs, gross, all that stuff. But I mean, there they actually take approaches to <laughs> to kind of develop into actually maturing in the series and stuff like that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing because yeah. you said shonen boobs, gross, and then they mm. animate them all with <laughs> absolute cannons. <laughs> exactly, that's the thing. And you always see like the main characters like, oh no, oh, I, I didn't mean to look. Blah blah blah. It's like, yeah. In those other series, they will slowly be like, well, we should talk about this instead. <laughs> You know, yeah. instead of like, you know, acting like children when they do most of that stuff. <laughs> well, that's like with, I mean, Shonen verse, like, yeah, Senin. all the only difference is, is like one's meant for like a younger audience and one's meant for an older audience. Like there's so many different demographics within them all, you know, exactly. And, but that's the thing, though, they are. But that's what I was saying. There are some shows that you did not expect that should be in that specific categories. I can definitely agree with that. Yeah, I, I mean. Like, um, was the what's the the horse girl one like Uramusame? I think that's what it's called. I'm not touching anything with the horse girl, they're crazy. <laughs> okay, that one is a seinen, and I had no idea it's a seinen. Um, okay. I like, dated a uh, horse girl, so I'm terrified. <laughs> no, not that one. Not that kind of. What's the, <laughs> what's the most recent one? Girl. That, yeah, is, that, like, that might be a show, probably. It, it might be, but <laughs> I dated a horse girl, and they are scary. <laughs> 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 there's a there's a recent one too that uh 
really threw a lot of people off. Wasn't it like was skipping loafer? Skipping loafer, I think that's a saying in as well. Yeah, and it and doesn't a lot of seem like thought it, it was Jojo, you know? Yeah. So. Dude, and the weird thing is it makes sense why it is because of the backstory. Yeah. Like the like, backstory really does make it because like the fact that the main characters are being involved around alcohol and stuff like that, it's you don't see that. It's usually you'll see the adults being the drunk person and be like, ah, fuck. It's like, I'm drunk, blah, blah, blah. Ooh, look at me. I'm, I'm doing something stupid. But it's never the main characters interact with that. Yeah, I mean, sho- so- Shoujo is just shown in for girls, so it makes sense. Yeah. With less fighting, usually, so. Unless yeah. you get into the magical girls. So Yeah. You get a, there's is, some emotional fighting. I was going <laughs> to yeah. say, that is its own demographic in my book. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, Maho Shoujo's, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. So, Ash... No specific order. Just give us like your top three favorite anime. Top three favorites. Okay, or I'm gonna do five. top three. Or top. even, or even if you don't want to give us like your top, just give us some favorites. You know. Yeah, just rattle them off. I was more saying give us five. Don't like rattle off like forty-seven different shows. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm gonna do three trolling ones and three actual like serious ones that Perfect. that I that I really enjoy. Uh, Monster. If you guys have not seen Monster, you need to go check out Monster. Monster's lit. It's an older series, but it's really fucking good. Like, that's Uh what, that's what sometimes peak anime can do in storytelling. And that one's really good at that. And it's short as hell. You don't need to watch, like, over 100 episodes. The thing is under, I think, 80 episodes. It's a really good series. Check it out. Good twists and turns. Probably one of the best, like, villains in anime. That's just a normal dude. Like, go check it out. That one's really, really good. Uh, Nana. Nana is one of my most personal favorite ones. It's my, it's in my top five favorite shojos of all time. Nana is such a good one. It, uh, it's was um, it was animated by Madhouse back in like two thousand and four or five, or it's around that time period. Go check it out. It's great. It's that's how a lot of. St- Stuff that should be done when it comes to growing up and essentially trying to make it in life. That anime is pretty good at it. Like, go check it out. That one's amazing. And so I think good. when uh, I think when I was on your podcast, I mm-hmm. think that uh, you was talking about it, that. and I've it, it made me really want to watch it, but I haven't watched it yet. So um, check it out. It's yeah, cool. it's so to. so good. And there's music involved in it as well, so it's pretty good. Yeah. Especially if you haven't really watched many music animes, that one's a real. And of course, I'm gonna bring up this one because this is probably the more. This is essentially my number one, which is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. My man, short, my man, <laughs> a short, a very good short shonen where you don't need over 100 episodes. Because like the storytelling just in between that thing, it gets to the point, gets it done. It's a really good, also, beginner anime. Especially if you really want to get into the actual demographic of Shonen. That one does it really, really well without it actually dragging on uh, filler episodes, all that type of stuff. Go check that one out, too. That's one of my favorites. It's peak. It is really good. Like it, I understand there's hate amongst it as well because everyone just overhypes the shit out of it. But if when you watch it, you can see why it's overhyped because it just gets through the story and just finishes. It doesn't yeah. take so long to drag out at all. And I feel like it's like the right pace too. you know, it's it not does. slow and it's not fast. So, mm-hmm. and I swear to God, like you, if you don't like that show, you're not going to enjoy a lot of other stuff either. 
because like that one condenses everything and that one doesn't have like an insane amount of tropes that like a lot of newer stuff has nowadays on top of that it's really really good and it just keeps everything to a minimum it doesn't oversay it's welcome in a lot of aspects too and a lot of the characters are memorable as hell yeah definitely there's a reason it's my number one starter anime recommendation yeah and okay just, yeah yeah it just makes it worse for everybody else after the fact because they watch that then they go watch something else and they're like oh that's not as good damn exactly <laughs> that, exactly and that's the type of thing that's the reason why like these specific animes are the ones that people should definitely go check out some of my personal favorites but then let's get to some trolley ones because some of these I still recommend these to people, but just be very, very careful because <laughs> it. Well, the thing is, it's like these things could could throw people away from watching anime because it also deals with a lot of the stuff that people, when they see it, they'd be like, oh, "Okay, now see, this is why I always think anime is fucking childish." But it's still pretty funny. Go check out fucking um, Daily Lives of High School Boys. That show is so fucking funny. It's so good that. I don't know why I always go back to watching it because I like the stupid shit in between. There is no uh, actual storylines going in the entire thing. There's maybe tidbits of stuff that continues on into other episodes, but you just get you can literally walk into any episode and you can understand what this entire series is pretty much telling you to do. It's fun as hell. It's really good. The music is phenomenal. And then the random shit, if you pay attention to stuff in the backgrounds, it's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, like, I like telling people, I like giving them the first five minutes of what happens in the show. If you, once you turn it on, it starts out with, like, the main character, he's running down, he's running down the street with a piece of toast in his mouth. Then his two friends start joining him later on, but they get, the, that trope when it comes to the, the toast in the mouth can get, a, it gets overplayed, but they take it to a more of an extreme in that one. There's like a dude eating ramen while running fucking, with a bowl in his hand, eating ramen as they're running to class. And another dude's like making like some sort of, or like he's frying some food as he's going to. And then a oh giant Gundam, God. and a giant Gundam crashes into the middle of the fucking city. That's uh, the that's the beginning. <laughs> that's the first five minutes of the show, and then the and then the intro plays right after that. It sounds like some Gintama shit, bro. And that's the funny part. It isn't <laughs> because they only did that to suck you in. Okay. And then once you watch, and once you watch it, it's just a bunch of comedy stuff that they do with just all the characters, and they just start introducing more and more people into their shenanigans, and it's hilarious as hell. So really good more- show. Is this more like a boys boy show? Like it's not like all the romance stuff. Just like boys being no, boys. It's just boys being boys. It literally ah, is boys being this, boys. This is a slice of life I can get behind because boys be boys. Go, dude, if you. I swear to God, you if you watch at least the first two episodes, you want to continue watching it. It's only twelve episodes long. It's funny as hell. Really good series. And I remember before we started recording, you mentioned something about like you want like adults in your or was it in the middle of the recording? We're saying about yeah, you want adults good. in your romance. Go yeah. check out Wotakoi. Wotakoi is fucking hilarious. There's two office workers that happen to work side by side that end up falling in love and actually doing stuff together, and they're giant nerds. That's He's been recommended that. That's so. the one I have to check out, but is it on yes. Prime? I gotta figure out where it is. It's on, it's on Prime, yeah. yeah. Okay. If, okay. Now, if, if you want to sail the high seas, I can give you a couple websites, so that's not a big, <laughs> no, I, I not a big deal. That's easy. Yeah. Okay. Who doesn't it's, have Prime in 2023? Come on, man. The only okay, the only thing Prime doesn't have are the OVAs for it. There is three OVAs. They are phenomenal OVAs. You should definitely check them out as well. And that, I can say 
Ash has phenomenal uh, websites because I got mine from him. So. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah. What's it called? It's great. Two fucking nerds. One that's a video game nerd. The other one is a Fujoshi. <laughs> okay. You're the you're the fourth person to recommend me this one, so I got to watch this one. Hopefully, it's, it's better. Better, it's hopefully it's better than the show we're going to talk about next. Oh, okay. All right. And then my, my last one, my, <laughs> my slightly trolly-ish one, but it's fucking phenomenal to go check out. People, you all need to go and check out a little show called Bochi the Rock. Bochi the Rock. There Bochy we the go. Rock is so yeah. good. Bochi the Rock is so good. It's, I mean, it's so you, fucking weird and crazy, but it's great. It's if, it's so good. <laughs> if you like music, for sure. Like So, if you like cute girls doing cute things, plus music, and the music goes hard, mm-hmm. you definitely gotta check out Bochi the Rock. That shit's like... It, it almost won, like... Like it was almost my top anime of uh when did it air? Winter? That Winter was time? no, that was fall. That was fall. the same time as like Bleach and all yeah. those other shows were out. And that and was had still a, Chainsaw Man too. Chainsaw yep. Man came Chainsaw out. Man was there too. And Bochi was, was at the top almost for me. So mm-hmm. it was that good. So yes, f- phenomenal. Bochi the Rock is essentially think of like your most introverted friend, and if they animated his shenanigans. But on steroids. That's literally Bochi the Rock. It's fucking hilarious. It's a great show. Yeah. Alrighty, I guess uh you know y'all should go check out those six shows at least. I'm gonna mm-hmm. check out a few, I, I believe. Uh, especially Nana. Really interested in that. Uh I guess we get on to the next thing. Uh now that we kinda know who Ash is and all mm-hmm. that good stuff. Um yep. the Opa man himself. <laughs> get into a little deal that Dan and I made back oh, no. when Kriegs, I think, was on, I believe. Yep. So a couple episodes ago. And basically, we made a deal where I would watch a few episodes of Gurren Lagan, and Dan would watch a couple shows of Peak Trash, Rent-A-Girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> so do you, do you, what's your thoughts <sighs> on Rent-A-Girlfriend, Dan? Come on, tell me. Break my heart right now. It's trash. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't it, it, say it wasn't. It, it, it's an absolute dumpster fire. Um, yeah. You just feel bad for the main character the entire time. You shouldn't feel is, bad for him. No, he got he, himself in that shit. Yeah, he puts himself in those situations. That's his fault. I feel bad the fact that he got that down bad. <laughs> oh my god! So, <laughs> homie, homie gets broken up with by some cute little waifu girl, and he's just so sad. His room is a mess. There's um, used tissues all over the floor, so you can pick up what I'm putting down there. He's a, he's a very sad man, and um, boy he, hours. He he downloads this dating app where he, instead of like Tinder, where you like go find a match, it's like, hey, what's up? You're single. I'm single. He just pays these women money to go on dates with him. And they're like pathetically like just like appeasing him. And it's gross, man. Like it is awful. It's a real thing, too. Yeah, I know. It is a big thing. thing. Oh, we talked about a while back. We talked about a guy who would rent a girlfriend to play Yu-Gi-Oh with him. Yep. I heard about that. She started bringing her own deck and shit. That's lit. But like... (laughs) I don't know, man. It just was not for me again. You know, like Tyler said, I was going to laugh. And I think I smirked like once through four episodes. And I was like, this is just this is just not me. 
See, I, I think that's my bad too, because I don't think the first like handful of episodes really get into the laughable moments. You know what I mean? That's more the sad boy hour moments. How did you not smirk sense. at the? How did you not uh, smirk during the ED? The ED is literally a giant jerk off joke. I don't. You even probably didn't watch kid. the ending. I don't think honestly. I made. Oh, you didn't watch oh, the, ending the ending. Song? Yeah, the ED. Oh no, I did. I did. I just didn't yeah, pick up it. on it. I was laughing my ass off. Because oh, they're always cheering him on. on He's shaking a <laughs> bottle. What's the motion you make when you shake a bottle? <laughs> there is tissues everywhere. There is the oh my like that oh, one. Oh god! Like if now that you're picturing it, that's literally the whole ending. And then it's the I'm girls just... cheering him on while he's picturing them <laughs> cheering him on. I'm laughing at you, you right now. I'm not <laughs> laughing. At... That is sad. Yes. So... <laughs> this is a sad anime. It's it trash. is a super sad anime. It's horrible. <laughs> it's such a horrid, and it's still going. The freaking manga is still going. I, I can't believe it's... I mean, they're on three seasons of the anime, and it's going to keep going. Like And over 200-something chapters. That's nuts. I mean, like... I will... So if you're into this crap, like, you enjoy this kind of stuff, I think it, you would really enjoy it. But it's just not for me. As you know, like... I have, like, the mind of, like, a 50-year-old band. I'm just grumpy. And um, I hate teenagers. So this is definitely not for me. And the funny part, they're not teenagers. They're college students. No, yeah. they're fucking. They're, college students in Japan are like seventeen, dude. Come on. Kazuya's <laughs> <laughs> well, actually twenty in the series. <laughs> yeah, I, was gonna say, I think they're close to twenty. He's twenty. <laughs> Fuck them. They still yeah. suck. Yeah. <laughs> but my you know, to reinstate this, I did not say this was great anime. I said this no, was peak it's trash. Trash. So. I literally was like messaging Tyler and I was like, dude, this guy just needs to go to a goddamn party and go talk to chicks who aren't in this dumb little fucking friend group. He'll get <laughs> laid and it'll be fine. It'll be over. Like this could be like eight episodes if he just gets out of his comfort zone and goes and drinks some fucking beer. Oh, he drinks beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's he a does. little closed off room in a restaurant with a bunch of schmucks. <laughs> they literally go to karaoke and shit um, with a bunch of friends. I'm pretty sure one time and Mizahara. So, oh, damn. I mean, my favorite character is Mommy Chan because she is a conniving bitch, and I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love how you, you love the hated, the most hated character in the scene. Uh, yeah, that's great. That's actually funny because she actually brought some tension to it. Otherwise, this was just dumb. <laughs> I agree. See, I think the tension, uh, you know, going forward, like I do realize that I made a mistake by like this, this show, like the comedy really comes, I think after they really get going, Mizuhara and him really gets going and then the other girls get uh, introduced and they get away from mommy Chan. So I think the comedy comes then, you know what I mean? Like the good comedy. Well, not the good comedy, but the, the ones that I find funny. So gotcha. I just, I don't think, I don't think the humor is for me. Like, I enjoy, like, my humor is, like, Family Guy and, like, Gintama and, like, that kind of, like, dumbass shit, you know? And oh, then you'll definitely love that. Then you'll definitely love High School Boys. That one's fucking hilarious. Hell yeah. It's ridiculous. Good. <laughs> so, you know, before I get into my thoughts about Gurren Lagan, you know, uh, we, uh, uh, I think multiple people has already recommended him Wodakoi. But do you have like another show that you think he would like rom com with adults other than Watercoy? With adults? No, it doesn't even have to be adults. Like, I mean, like, it wasn't a rom com, but like, 
I actually enjoyed like Insomniacs after school because it was like grounded. Yes. I, did I mean, not... there's plenty of like romances yeah. out there that yeah, you would like, but the uh, thing you was asking for rom coms, and yeah. I was giving you rom coms. Romance, so, right? Okay, like yeah. I don't mind romance stuff. That's fine. That's fine. If it's like grounded, it makes sense. Not just like, I mean, you made me watch Toradora, and I wanted to palm fist tiger, whatever her name was, <laughs> Toradora, into yeah. a goddamn coffin. <laughs> <laughs> She was. Nothing tells me you really hate that trope. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting that later. (laughs) Yes, definitely. (laughs) Okay, two, two very good, two very good ones. Just straight romance. Really doesn't have in, in, doesn't really have like a hint of comedy in any of that type of stuff. This one I always recommend to people all the time, especially when it comes to really good romance. Golden Time. Golden Time is amazing. Go check that one out. Twenty six episodes, I think. I believe that one you can find it on. Say is Crunchyroll. Uh, I think it's high dive. Maybe is it high dive? Okay, maybe it, that one's pretty awesome. College students, so. yeah, they're college students. Okay, this one's more serious though. That's good. No, that's fine. I don't mind they're, that at all. Like, I mean, yeah. I enjoy that. It's it's. I just hate the really like will they or won't they for forty seven episodes. It's like fuck off. Oh just no, yeah, no. This one doesn't after do that. It. That one doesn't do this. It doesn't. Um, I feel that you're probably going to hit some... If you're a very emotional individual, you're going to probably feel a few things in that show. Probably not. not if you're end. not very emotional, you're probably <laughs> not going to feel them, but they might, some of the stuff does hit. I'll feel I, them. I, I, just, I, I, I won't cried cry. I've cried in that series. It's, it's, <laughs> I like the show. It's one of my favorites. Um, and then here's one that, if you just want just straight romance, uh, that's... Okay. There is some comedy bits in between. It's understandable. But Clannad is one of those ones that has to, like, it's a staple. It's really, because the thing is, like, the first part of Clannad, it's essentially the main two characters and their story. Then there's Clannad after stories. And that is, like, really good. Because it's, it's what happens later. And, and it, you pretty much get kind of gauge of how it kind of is by the end of Clannad, the first part. And then okay. the second part is just as good. I think Clannad's like a wonderful recommend recommendation for uh, like a pure romance or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like Dan would absolutely hate that just because of how the characters look. It is. And how slow it is. It's 2006. Yeah. Yes. It, the animation for that thing is kind of... The, the studio that did that ha- had that style for like ever. That's the thing. It's going to look like that. If Even if you look at any of their other shows, they do the same thing. So it's not anything different. I, I Googled it and I was like, damn, what's with them eyes? <laughs> yeah, the eyes is the biggest thing that you're going to... It looks annoying, but Clannad is actually a really good show. It's yeah. really good. And a lot, a lot of people like like to recommend Violet Evergarden too. Like That's an adult um, like I romance. Or, I don't I guess. consider it a romance technically until like the end though yeah because the end actually kind of pushes it into becoming a romance because by the end of the series you see something but the movie oh the movie dude i was in dude if you ever want to see a grown man cry the 45 minutes the last 45 minutes of violet evergarden was i was bawling the whole time (laughs) it was so good (laughs) Don't worry, Dan and Bass has probably heard me talk about me crying almost on every episode, so it's all good. Yeah, it could be like Tyler could like see a goldfish die and he'd be like, I cried. 
I, I do not, bro. Like, unless the goldfish is probably named Minato or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, just the uh, just the the writers episode with the umbrella. It's that's my favorite episode of Violet Evergarden because it's the probably the one that hits the hardest. Yeah, I still haven't watched Violet Evergarden, even though oh, I should. You should. But the thing is, is I know I'm gonna cry so much during mm-hmm. it that I haven't watched it yet. If you, if that makes sense, Ash, I'm gonna uh, tell you this, man. This is how much of how much torture I like to take because <laughs> I remember the first time I watched Violet Evergarden, I could not sleep at night. I just could <laughs> not go to sleep for some weird reason. I watched the whole Violet Evergarden series, and I was so tired and exhausted afterwards. That the the crying put me to sleep at like when I was done with the series, and I was like, "Fuck, that was really good." And like, I finally knocked out. It's like seven in the morning, and he's just like, "Fuck, yeah, I gotta go to bed." Damn, dude, it was like ten p.m. when I started, and I ended like four thirty-five o'clock in the morning. Like, I really enjoy the anime, like the the romances and stuff that, or even anime that make me cry a lot but mm-hmm. i hate them too like i that's some of my favorite shows but like i just hate watching them <laughs> you know what i mean because it, yeah, it makes it. my anxiety go up honestly i'm <laughs> like oh shit i'm gonna have to watch this dumb shit and i'm gonna have to cry <laughs> tyler dude you, you just need like some crackers some cheese a little pepperoni a little salami a little charcuterie what's nice. that gonna do Nice glass, nice bottle of red wine to put down while you watch it. You can just like basically be a middle aged woman. You're good. I mean, <laughs> is that what middle aged women do? Yeah, they watch sad movies and cry while they're drinking wine. That's it. Came on. Oh, well, I, I I would rather have pizza, bro. <laughs> All right, pizza is essentially <laughs> crackers, cheese, and pepperoni. Cooked. Yeah, pretty we're, much. We're yeah. down. Goddamn. <laughs> Give me my, give me my, um, uh, shit, my little sour apple shit, you know? (laughs) My God. (laughs) God, your teeth must hurt, dude. Right? Okay. My my teeth feel like they're falling out listening to that. (laughs) (laughs) What's that other shit I drink? Not not just the sour apple. I drink like the tea, the lemonade. Yeah, the lemonade. The Mike's Hard and those Cayman Jack fucking margaritas, dude. I only drink them every once in a while, so so Dang. sugary yep uh, all right so i had to watch around a girlfriend and um oh yeah sorry that's like, what we were talking about <laughs> i i wasted i wasted probably about two hours two three hours you know that's not about right that's, that's not about right <laughs> i i wasted two three hours mm. tyler what did you think about one of my favorite shows which is actually peak not peak trash Gurren Lagann. <laughs> Gurren Lagann. So I actually, I actually kind of enjoyed it. Uh, like the plot and stuff was really well. I thought really good. Um, the action was pretty good, even though you know I'm not a big fan of mechas. It wasn't too mecha e. I guess Did you, you finish say. it. Huh? Did you actually finish it? No, no, I only watched uh, four or five episodes. Oh, um, okay. Oh, yeah. okay. So he which, hasn't got to that part. Oh, okay. Oh, god. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. You know, I I forget how many episodes this is. I think it's like twenty something, right? Twenty six. Twenty six. I think it is. Twenty six yeah. with like two recap episodes. Really, like twenty four. Yeah. Um, and like three movies, I think. 
Yeah. Yeah. I wanna say. So yeah. it's it's not too bad, but I definitely didn't finish it. Um but yeah. honestly, like if if it was longer than twenty some episodes, like I probably wouldn't finish it. But since it's, you know, not longer than that, like I will finish this eventually. Mm-hmm. Probably probably pretty fast on it. I was really enjoying it. Um like the music and like the whole thing was pretty fun. The uh I don't know his name, but Big Bro, he's he's Kamina. a pretty fun Kamina. character, so but <laughs> well <laughs> Yeah, Kamina. Kamina's yeah. Code, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the soundtrack's Kamina. awesome, dude. Row Row Fight the Power. Like fuck yeah. yes. I mean, the you know, I like his personality like a lot. He's not just all about action and stuff like he he wants to look cool while fighting and that's a, that's a fun uh personality so um I mean, his personality is great i just hate that how stupid he is <laughs> yeah. that's one of the best parts though that yeah. has a lot of comedy to it you know because yeah, it because i always saw Kamina as like that friend of yours that you go do shit with but then he always thinks about like you want to go just break something that's literally <laughs> Kamina. Like, whenever i think of Kamina. well so like yeah. Tyler, you've seen them combine now, right? Like you've seen Gurren Lagann at that point. Yeah, uh, and there was like a whole like episode almost of him not combining the right way. So yeah, if the, that makes and, sense, the, and he had and, to combine the right way to to look cool and to be manly or something. I, I forget what it says. The so. indomitable spirit of manliness, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. But, but like, I mean, I, as far as characters go, I, I forget his name. The 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 uh, the little kid, uh, the main Simone? character, Simon. 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 Yeah, Simon. He could he he could be just a bit annoying at times. Um, it's got that thing where you know, like, um, he don't want to do it. He hesitates, but then the power of big bro friendship, you know, brings him back into the fight. You know what I mean? So, well, dude, if I was like 10 years old doing 12, <laughs> 10, 12 years old doing this shit, too, I'd be terrified. You're fucking piloting a, a robot, you know, like yeah. that's terrifying. It wasn't like overbearing. It was just like, you know, just a little bit annoying at times. So, but I mean, overall, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, I really like uh, Kamina. Uh, I really like a uh, red haired chick. She's Yoko. fun. Yeah. She's, she's a, really she's fun. A certified baddie. Yeah. <laughs> oh god do not say that <laughs> do not say that he's like 12 years old by the way yeah, yeah, she's, she's really yes. fun though yeah she's 12 at the beginning of the series with cannons like that yes no at, way at, towards the very end she's like 17 I think does it last that long or is it like um yeah is like a time like skip or something yeah the later it gets because they, they start growing up and shit like that Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, it's like you you need to finish she's, it. She's fourteen. Damn. Take it all yeah, back. See, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's uh, what he says a baddie, like I'll feel about that. <laughs> sorry, sorry, future Yoko's a baddie. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> season season uh second half season one or whatever season two, whatever the fuck it is, Yoko's a baddie. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I really enjoy it so far. Like I said, the music really stands out. Um especially while they're fighting and stuff. The music is really well done, I thought so. And it's not really paced, you know, badly, poorly either. I think it's got a really good pace, so. 
Yeah, it definitely the pace is excellent on it. I mean, like you never feel like you're just kind of like watching something happen. You know, it's always just action or like good storytelling. But I am going to break your heart right now. If I had to choose which one to watch, rent a girlfriend or girl and log on, I would definitely pick rent a girlfriend. <laughs> Bro. Bro. I just saw the looks on your face. So that was funny. Bro. Goddamn. <laughs> You haven't finished it yet. You don't know how good the story gets. Yeah, true. Now, this is my, you know, uh, opinion after, you know, four to five episodes. So, obviously, that could change. I expect this show to hit about, like, a seven or eight for me. So, honestly, right now. Have you met Viral yet? Uh, describe him. He's, like, com- he um, is a beast man. He's, like, communist rival. He has the one with, like, the two heads. Yeah, but he run off, right? Yeah, he he comes back a lot. Yeah, but I I think I think that they seen him because they made a reference about him having two heads, and he went on to a tangent about uh how the top is like a um uh something I don't he called it yeah something. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 it's yeah. like a that's him right like he yeah that's blonde him. hair maybe yeah okay yeah blonde hair and like uh, jagged shark teeth. Yeah, he's a beast, yeah. man. He he has a lot of really cool character development, and you'll see it a lot in the second half of the show. Okay. And another thing I really enjoyed was the uh, the damn bison, uh, the backwards bison. Oh, the pig thing that like runs backwards. I wouldn't call it's that like a pig. A, the cow thing, yeah. It's like, a, it's like it's like Anya's dog, bro. Has grapes, like on it right like it looks like grapes on a snack or something like that i don't know man i like they hold oh, it tail no you're talking the thing that the they run forward the but their ride. head is their butt yeah you're talking the thing that those um the, it literally looks the, like a like giant black, furry black dog like on you like yeah right? i know what you're talking about it's like the black siblings um yeah yeah I the know. black siblings yeah. or whatever the things yeah. that they ride in the desert that shit was Caught me off guard, honestly. So I was like, "Damn, what? What is this shit?" So it's like they're they're literally riding this shit, but they're holding its tail and they're running full speed in that direction, but their head is facing the other way. <laughs> like it, it was trippy, bro. So they're fun. I mean, all the character designs and like all the animals and everything in that show are really fun. Uh, I'm gonna warn you, episode eight. That's a tough one. So just be ready for that. <laughs> Am I going to cry? You might. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Am I going to cry, bro? Yeah, maybe. I'm not watching it. You should I'm done. <laughs> I'm done <laughs> watching this shit. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah, I'm not going to continue Rent a Girlfriend. Hopefully, Tyler continues Grand Log On because the story gets really good. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm definitely going to continue it. I wish you would continue Rent a Girlfriend because I feel like it, the humor gets better. So. I don't got time for that, bro. Oh, man. We'll get, in, we'll get into it when we talk about what we're watching, but I don't have fucking time for that. Uh, <laughs> so next, we've done this a few times. We've talked our starter animes, and Ash kind of already said one that he would definitely recommend, but I chose FMA Brotherhood. Bass chose JJK because that's banging, and anybody who watches that's going to enjoy it. And Tyler chose Mob Psycho. So Tyler, has your choice changed, or are you still going Mob Psycho? No, I'm still sticking with Mob Psycho, just because, you know, 
not long. Um, it shows a lot of the different anime aspects with great animation, I feel like. So it's it's overall a really good choice, I think, um, just to get into anime. So Awesome. And uh, Ash, what would you recommend? You can't say Brotherhood. I already got it. Sorry. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Okay. This is, so... this is for someone new to anime, by the way. Yeah. Brand, brand spanking you. Okay. Yeah. Brand spanking you. I would probably say. Okay. I'm only recommending this one because I think it's gorgeous and people would f- want to see the outcome of this one. Uh, Kimini Todoke. Okay. From, okay. from me to you. That's and what now we're remember. back at Undead Unluck, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Is the ending so good you'll jump off a bridge into a train? <laughs> what, for Kimi Nichidoke? No, we because don't know. They, it ain't ended, they, right? They, they have, no, they, there's another oh, season I'm, coming coming soon. Yeah. I'm, I'm just making a joke about yeah, Undead Unluck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to start that one, actually. <laughs> oh, it's really, really fun. Uh, yeah. One of the dudes that was doing a dub voice for that one was on on my show. And I did really? not know that until he told us on the episode. I was on. Damn. Yeah. Okay. That's fucking cool. Who, who did not know that. Play? I don't know. I need oh. to ask. He said he could not tell us. Well, because... I mean, there's literally not many, like, yeah. extra people. Like, it's all the people that we see is pretty vital to the show, I feel like, mm-hmm. when the sh- episode is going. So, well, I, I need to ask what's, him. What's his name? We can Google this. Shit. That's a, that was, I was going to, I was going to say that right now. I don't know who his re. Because he goes by the anime, the, he goes by the uh, anime um, professor. Oh, so, okay. so it's you kind of have to like. I actually have to find his name. I could probably ask. Ah, it's fine. Ask we, him later. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out later. The anim- he's the anime academic. That was the name. Sorry, in case in case people like try to find it that way. No, he's the anime <laughs> academic. He has a YouTube. Show. <laughs> okay. Right. I got you. Uh, yep. so. Kimini I actually, I actually like that recommendation a lot. You would recommend that to like everybody? Like you don't have like a shonen, uh, recommendation like for people that don't like, uh, like those it, type of thing. It's because like I would want them to start with something gradually, just changing in between the stuff, than something that just essentially is the same demographic. I got you. Be- because the thing is, it's like most people would still stick to those ones if usually they don't get another from a different like demographic genre and stuff like that. So most people would stay the same in most of their viewings. And we're simple creatures. We if the moment we like something, we usually don't steer away from it. True. And you yeah, can that... you can really say that like about like anything, and it's usually true. <laughs> Even though I really adore Kimino Todoki, I feel mm-hmm. like that is a really bold choice, like to put on someone new. You know what I mean? So. I well, I pick it because for it being an older series, its animation's actually oh. really phenomenal. It it can match some of the stuff that's out today. That's one yeah. of the main reasons why I recommend it because you can see like how even some of the older stuff, especially if people don't want to go and venture back to older stuff. That one showing just watching it will pretty much show you that a lot of older stuff can look as amazing and need to be checked out as well. I got you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I I, I enjoy that choice, so I would absolutely love to. St- I would have loved to start on that. Instead, I started on Naruto, and mm-hmm. um, 
ended up watching that like a bunch of times and then i went on to a bunch of other shonen and then uh i think my first wrong like shoujo top deal was actually my love story so oh yeah that's good and then i just i'm i'm like you now like this is my demographic this is what i like so more yeah. than shonen so yep awesome well, perfect. So next, we're gonna get into we're gonna we're gonna step it up a notch. So we're gonna do anime recommendations for your veterans, your people who have lo- watched a lot of shows. So they have a lot of background in anime. This might be getting them out of their comfort zone, maybe not. I don't know. But for my first, I have two. So my first mm-hmm. one, I'm going Gintama. Because if yeah. you've watched a lot of anime, yes, you will love this show because mm-hmm. the references to literally everything else there is anime are all time. It is so funny. And like the best part is, too, is like in the top of the screen, they'll put it in yellow where they'll actually mm-hmm. tell you what the reference is if you don't know what it is. Yep. Which makes it so much better. But like if you've watched a lot of anime, you'll laugh the entire time. And the show is fantastic. <laughs> it's like a top ten for me, and I haven't even finished it yet. It's already up there. Yes, it is. Same. It's a top ten. I haven't finished it either. And I love the show. So I'm good. On like two ten or something like that. Two seventeen. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm in the hundreds. <laughs> oh, dude. I finally got yeah. the widescreen. It was incredible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, dude, <laughs> when that when that first appeared, because they mentioned it too, when oh, it changes the widescreen, it's like the, what? They make fun of it for like yeah. 50, 60 episodes. They're like, yeah. yeah, sorry, we don't have the budget for a widescreen. screen. <laughs> so stupid, man. Gintama's just for a fourth wall breaks so well. It's like that that's the thing in anime that's like so much fun. They, they can do it in a comedy shonen. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been so fun. And then my second one, it's an oldie, but one of the best shows ever is just Neon Genesis Evangelion. I mean, the story's top tier. The mechas are really weird. So like, if you're not a fan of mechas, they don't really feel like mechas. So that's always cool. But it's been so incredibly influential on the genre itself. I mean, if you watch the fight to start JJK Season 2, Part 2, where you had Mechamaru fighting Mahito? Yeah, Mahito. Yeah, Mahito. Like, yeah, yeah. They were literally just ripping off Evangelion the entire time. And it was fucking awesome. So definitely check that out. And the main character, Shinji, may or may not want to bang his mom in some weird way. So that adds a little, uh, a little of a oh. what the fuck reason to watch it, right? No, Ooh, that's just like a reason not to watch it, bro. No, no, no. You, you got to watch it. He doesn't actually want to bang his mom. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to watch it, but, you know, unless maybe, you maybe watch it on Showdown, Throwdown or something. Maybe, maybe right. a clone. Maybe a clone. I don't know. I mean, you know how I feel about Mecca's. Like, I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> yeah, you don't like old shows. We know. But I like the OP. Like, the OP is really good. One of it's them. It's one of the uh, best. So. It, the OP is one of the best anime openings of all time. But uh, I, do you want to get into yours, Ash, or you want me to get into mine? Uh, you know what? Uh, well, mm, you, you threw out two of them already, right? Or just one? I threw out two. You can do one, yeah, five. Well, not five. That would take a while. I'll throw out two because one mm-hmm. of this is from uh, my childhood. Uh, Slayers. Slayers is one that's it's uh, the creator of it. It's essentially his D&D campaign is the story. Oh, you know, you know, I'm sorry. I'm going off on a little sidebar here. Mm-hmm. But we actually talked about this in the um, um, how cool it would be 
uh, during one of our episodes, if like Dungeons and Daddies, you know, <laughs> the um, podcast, are you familiar with that? Yeah, I've heard of that podcast. I've yeah. never, I haven't listened to any of their episodes, but I've heard of them. Yeah, it's, it's basically like a, a Dungeons and Dragons, like a very loose playthrough mm-hmm. of Dungeons and Dragons that is mm-hmm. very mature comedy about like just, it's got dad jokes and it's got mature, like manly mm-hmm. humor in it. And it's about like um, a, a group of dads uh, get sucked into another world with their kids and they get uh um the kids get like wrists like uh teleported away from them and they gotta go get them back and they gotta like uh fight their their dads for their kids all this stuff like it's really humorous mm-hmm. and like they, it just reminded me so much of that i really wish they would make an anime about dungeons and daddies sorry that would be funny if they do do one, but they kind of have something in that similar aspect that's not Dungeons and Dragons because it's um, is it like uh, me in another world? My mom, no, like something about my Our mom's mom. multi hit attack. Oh yeah, multi hit attack. Like yeah, because it was Mama Coon, who's I think was the name of the character. Okay. Or yeah, like that one is kind of in that same realm, except it's your mom with you. So what? Such a bad anime to do not watch it. <laughs> Don't so, watch it. Do not watch it. So we got off a little bit. You know, you said Slayer. So what is yes. what is Slayer? Like, let us know a little bit about Slayer. Sorry, Slayers is okay. When people want like a true fantasy anime, that is a true fantasy anime. No isekai bull. It's straight fantasy. Go check it out. It's really good. If you really like, if you really want to see like medieval times, magic wizards elves stuff like that go watch slayers it's really good there's two there's two seasons of it because there's i think there's slayers x i think is part two of it i'm not sure but there is also a ova that is the a prequel to it and that one's really good i think it's a prequel if not it's a movie but it's really really good and that one was like written by the actual creator himself and he like produced too I was looking. I was looking at a some pictures of it. Kind of like the animation. Kind of reminds me of like Inuasha almost. It it is from the nineties. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's it's actually a really good show. Like it. That's one show that I've always talked about. Whenever they do a remaster or reboot, they need to reboot that one. That one's actually a really good series. Okay. What uh? What do you got for your second one? Go check out Fist of the North Star. Like yes, <laughs> yeah, classic, dude. Like Fits of the North Star is a good like showing of like what how like shown in years, dude. The decades. Like whenever the- I think of Fits of the North Star, I just uh, think of that meme where he just like opens up the bush, oh, and bush, bush out, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the you're already dead, you know. Obviously, <laughs> so <laughs> dude, we, we I've never seen our- it though. Mm-hmm. We we did our we did our segment on the most hard boiled characters um mm-hmm. in anime and for sure Kenshiro came up in the intro. We didn't talk about him, but like Kenshiro's just a fucking man's man, dude. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah. He's man, that's it, man. <laughs> it's just so, <laughs> so bummy. Like, if he just touches you, you die. It's just that's how just insanely powerful he is. <laughs> right. He's he's the one punch man before Saitama came along. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> So, so like, Fist of the, like, does that, like, still stand up in today's 
anime world? Like, is it still like decent to watch though? People talk about influential shows, and that always comes up on it. I honestly think if you just watch that, you can see where a lot of the big three storytelling, the way how they do it, goes to almost the exact same style as that one was. And that thing came on the 80s, and some of these ones came on the 90s, only within like 10 to 15. They still did the, almost the same style of storytelling. So you're mm-hmm. really, if you really enjoyed like Bleach, One Piece, all these other ones, you'll enjoy the way how it's paced almost kind of the same way. Okay. And, you, and you can tell that Shonen literally didn't really change all that much in storytelling until more modern ones that come. Yeah, I mean, Fist, Fist of the North Star and like Dragon Ball are probably like the two most influential for like that 90s Shonen era there are, you know? Yep. Um, all right, I guess I'll get into mine, right? Yeah. Uh, I think my first one that comes to mind when I'm um, talking about like veteran uh, anime people is probably I would probably recommend them uh March comes in like a lion. Oh, so good. Yeah, it is one of my top shows and I feel like um you know this show can be recommended like the people that uh has only watched a handful of uh ep- anime because it is a really slow show uh you know and it's talking about like a shogi which is kind of like Japan's version of like chess I guess you can call it. Um, so overall it's like a really slow paced show and it also is like filled with like a lot of themes of like trauma, you know, depression, uh, just self learning, I guess you can say, um, it's, it's, I I feel like it does it well though. Um, it's just, like I said, really slow. So is there comedy in this one? Cause I just Googled, I haven't watched it yet. I just Googled it and it said comedy drama. There is some comedy in it. It's this okay. one's also a seinen as well. Yeah. So yeah. they do go deeper into what those actual things that happens are. So yeah. you will feel some things in this show. This show's really good. Yeah, I cried uh, multiple times. So the comedy doesn't really come from his life per se. Mm-hmm. It comes from you know the sisters that he meets, um, and especially their cats. Um, you know, oh. that's where the comedy comes from is the yeah. the family that he befriends, like the 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 group of sisters that he befriends. Um, they're more like bubbly. They got like a little Anya type deal without the superpowers. She's just cute, like Anya's age. Well, she's probably younger than Anya, but like her personality is like very bubbly and very pure and um, wholesome. I guess you can say, you know what I mean? So I think the comedy comes from her and that family and the cats. They got talking cats, so that's really funny. Um, but his life, on the other hand, is there's nothing funny about it. It's very gloomy, very dark, and very like gray. Like so, usually, all at it. Gotcha. I mean, I feel like <laughs> you will, but uh, I mean, I would definitely watch this. This is like. Uh, rated in the high eights and nines on Mal, and it's oh, like no. one of the top shows. But I feel like a lot of people don't watch this just because it starts out so slow, and it's about shogi. Like people see this about shogi, and they're like, "Well, I don't want to watch an anime about shogi, but it's yeah. not really about shogi. It's about you know Ray, his life." So, um, but 
going off of that, I think my second show, if you only like Shonen, you don't like the more like signing or, you know, that type of deal. Um, uh, I think I would actually recommend Doro, which I rec- recommended Bass to watch. And that's just like a really good uh, Shonen. So, um, awesome. but did, have you ever seen that before, Ash? Dororo? Yeah, Dororo. Yeah, I've seen the original one of it too. I think it's like oh. from the 1960s as well. You've seen the remake though? Yeah, I've seen that one. Uh, Hyakamaru, fucking. Yeah. yeah. No, I've seen that one too. I do like the artist that does the OPs, which is yeah, a Queen, Queen Bee. Bee. Yeah. Like all their music, Queen Bee's music is amazing. Queen so Bee good. actually did um, Undead Unluxed. Yeah. Uh, they OP. did the OP for that one. They did the ED to Oshinoko. Yeah. Song is called okay. Mephisto. Or yeah, yeah Mephisto. Yeah. And Queen Bee is is awesome. Like yes, I love Queen Bee. So, <laughs> but definitely, definitely a really good one to check out. So, if you like Shonen, perfect, awesome. So next, we're gonna get into a little, just a really quick run through of what we're watching now. That way, you can kind of get a taste of what Ash is into. So I guess I'll start. So obviously. Tyler and I are watching the weekly rundown shows. If you aren't checking out the weekly rundown episodes of our podcast, I don't know what you're doing. What are we watching on that, Dan? One Piece. (laughs) We're watching only One Piece. No, (laughs) One Piece, Roni Kenshin, JJK, Undead Unluck, and Freerun Beyond Journey's End. I think that's all of them. Five? That's not like five. Jujutsu Kaisen. He didn't say Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, he did? Sorry, for people who don't know what JJK is and are living (laughs) under a rock, it is Jujutsu Kaisen. (laughs) I think I have a tendency to just tune Dan out sometimes when he's speaking. I've done it multiple times, I guess. I've I've noticed. The spoiler episode, you know? It's too deep out, I guess. I don't know when. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, oh, the next island in One Piece is beep. And I'm like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> it'd but, be like uh, that sometimes, bro. I don't know. But besides that, uh, some shows I'm watching this season are Shangri-La Frontier. I'm watching MF Ghost, which is a banging. Uh, Ron Kamanahashi, Forbidden Deductions, which has actually been really fun. It is basically about a detective with a police agency uh, teaming up with a like forsaken detective. Like He's not allowed to be a detective. And they're solving all these crazy crimes. And um, that's the one you were talking about in Discord the other day, right? Yeah, it was on my list of shows, shows I want to check out in the fall. And uh, a little bit of a spoiler, but not really. Uh, Ron has a weird ability that when he solves a crime, he tells the person to kill themselves. And then they go do it. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, so okay. it's been really interesting. The crimes have been fun. Like there was one with a piggy bank and it also led to them solving a murder. So it's been very interesting. Uh, I'm mm. also watching Firefighter Daigo, which is, I've only watched one episode so far, but it seems like it's going to be really cool. Um, it's really grounded. It's not like your normal shonen anime where there's like magic powers and shit. This is really just about actual firefighters saving lives. Uh, besides that, Kintama, obviously I've talked about that a lot. I'm still trying to get through Dina Xenon, which is part of the... Gridman. SSS series. And I already talked about it, but I've watched four episodes of Rent a Girlfriend and I will not be continuing that. There you go. What do you got, Tyler? For me, I got, you know, a couple of shows that Dan mentioned, but also Shy. 
Um, I've, I've been watching Shy. I've been watching the Hunter Girlfriends uh, anime. Uh, Hunter Girlfriends that really, 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 really love you. But I've been really enjoying that one. Uh, they they're doing like a little uh, fourth wall breaking themselves. So they the humor is pretty good, but it's definitely an etchy though. Um, so if you don't like etchy harems, uh, probably should steer clear of this. So, um, then I've been watching our dating story. I've been really enjoying that. Um, Spy Family, and of course Apothecary Diaries. What about you, Ash? What's going on with you over there? Hmm? Maybe Ash has been disconnected. Possibly. Maybe he stepped away to uh I don't know. But how are you liking Apothecary Diaries? Because I want to check that one. I just haven't yet. Um Oh, he's back. Hello, Ash? Yeah, sorry. I freaking stepped away because it's pretty loud <laughs> outside. Sorry. Oh, you're oh, good. But uh Apothecary Diaries, I only it just released yesterday, by the way. Um oh. okay. so I only got like one episode in um, last night. I, I don't know. If, have you watched like uh, all the episodes of Apothecary Diaries, Ash? No, I haven't started that one, actually. Okay. That's that's on the list. Okay. Yeah, I have a fucking giant list right now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like the first episode, like a, it's really beautiful for one thing. Um, it's got a really unique story. Um, I feel like it was a bit fast paced, but I I think that's it's okay, you know what I mean. So um, overall, I think this is going to be a really good show. Though I I do want to see the I think it released the the first three episodes or maybe four all at once. I'm not sure. I think three because it just released yesterday. I think so or Saturday for Friday or Saturday for you know the people listening to this podcast on Thursday morning or whatever. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Ash, uh, what all, what all you got going on over there? I mean, I'm probably watching some of the stuff that most people are pretty look, we're looking forward to Uh spy family season two. Great. So yeah. far, beautiful freaking show. People need to watch. That one's really good. Manga is amazing. Uh, free run. I've been watching that one too. That one's really good. Really, it might yeah. win anime of the year, maybe, possibly. I I hope it does. There's, but I doubt it because <laughs> it's always a fucking shonen every time. So, yeah. Uh, here's one that probably <laughs> no one has under their radar because I love this series because of the creator, uh, MF Ghost. I already said it, dude. Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay, just making yeah. sure. I wasn't too sure if you have it. I was too sure. Yes. So you said it when I was. So you said it when I was gone. All right, cool. Yeah. So it's I guess cool. you also missed when you when when uh, you was gone out on the uh, the hundred girlfriends that really 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 that really, one. Really, really. Oh, <laughs> that one is, dude. The manga is so good. The manga is, <laughs> dude. That oh god, I love that manga. The manga, people need yeah. to read that. Good. I've been really no. enjoying it so a lot. Yeah. So yeah, dude, that one's definitely like on my list because I love that series specifically. <laughs> Dan, Dan would it. absolutely hate this because oh, you guys would definitely high schoolers. I got MF Ghost. Literally the it. second episode of Hundred Girlfriends. Uh, they're literally like uh 
uh, ass to mouth, basically, um, yeah. at some point. So <laughs> when they're trying to kiss, bro, like they're trying to kiss movie. blindfolded. There, there is a horror movie called Human Centipede with a similar plot. <laughs> I mean, it's wild. Uh, I really enjoy the humor in Hunter Girlfriends, though. Dude, that it's so good. It's one. Of, it, I think it's probably one of those like top tier comedy people should definitely <laughs> check out. Reading it is great. Like honestly, it's personally one of my favorites to read. It's just a guilty pleasure. So good. So, you know, without getting into any like big spoilers for it, like realistically, how many girlfriends can we expect to see on this season? Of a lot. A lot. Like so right Maybe. now, we only got. Four, four right now, right? Okay, yeah. yeah, we have the first four. I think by the time, if where I think they're gonna end it, they're gonna be to ten. I think ten. That's ten. Like, I just, I just want to see what happens when he gets, like, not he, like, I want to see what happens when he gets to ten, but I want to see what happens when he gets to like, you know, the high numbers, you know, close to a hundred. Mm-hmm. Like, I just exactly. want to see that. Like, he, he's such a klutz, uh, or whatever. So if they actually like. If this actually does really well, and I'm seeing right now most of the scores, it's pretty positive so far, and they continue the series, I think it will be one of those ones where I, I feel they will finish it if it has a lot of backing behind it, though. It's, it's very tropey, like heavily tropey, because that's the point oh, yeah. of this, this series specifically. But it's the comedy of it lands so well, because it's like, no, duh, that was going to happen. But it's, like, it's the whole point of like, I knew that was going to happen, but that's pretty funny how they did yeah i mean it's like edgy gag mm-hmm. plus some fourth wall breaking um like it like if you like that type of stuff like you'll love this so exactly but what else you got ash uh goblin slayer season two i've been waiting so long for that second season okay. like so long dude it took so long that i actually started reading the manga because of that <laughs> because that's how like annoyed i was waiting for so long for that thing manga's really good too yeah i haven't watched it or read it obviously but Mm, you should definitely check it out i mean it's it does what it's supposed to do but it's like if you really want an edgy show to watch just it's really it's definitely edgy i've heard so super edgy yeah not edgy we're saying edgy edgy (laughs) yeah I, i had i had to listen a few times to confirm yeah, no, don't worry. That's that's exactly what I said. <laughs> you're not gonna see a lot of titties, I don't think. So no, you're not gonna see a lot of titties at all. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> so as someone who's also watched Initial D and is watching MF Ghost, how do you think it's compared to the the predecessor so far? I think so far where we're at, it's doing it justice. Now I've also read the manga, and the manga is actually pretty short. Okay, so it's well, good for I, me. It'll be like a season then. No, it's gonna be more than that. Okay, I th- I feel that they can probably get two seasons for sure. They can probably push it to a third season. Okay, they can I've they can? It's it's just I hope they keep the pace the way how it is in the manga because the manga really does like pull some of those races for like a while, and they're pretty good. <laughs> Well, I mean, you get to learn a lot of good stuff too. Yeah, I mean, that's initial D in a freaking nutshell right there. I mean, you'd have races where like one race was like seven episodes. (laughs) Oh, 
do the um the from the first season because I still love watching that specific race. The uh, Impact Blue, the Nissan Sil Eight. That oh, yeah. one is really good. It's like three episodes. Yeah, one of the no, best. They kill it. it. That's one of the best races, and that's where like I've had I've had a waifu episode done like a long time ago, and I brought up the char- one of the characters in Initial D, which is Mako. She's literally the main driver of Sil Eighty. Like she's a really phenomenal character. Like gorgeous, really good driver, and dude, she literally has the trope of like liking a dude, the whole liking a dude, falling in love with the dude, and then the dude is just so oblivious to her. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and I'm like, no, <laughs> are wrong. you fucking kidding me, dude? Uh, if you initial D is great too, you should definitely watch it, Taylor. If you've not watched that, so I, it's I a, have that's not a great, it, so. It's so good, dude. But You'll, if there is a waifu in there, you know I'm probably down bro there's a couple of waifus and then the fucking music dude Eurobeats, dude, dude, dude. I, was, I was actually so <laughs> hyped watching mf ghost and you just started hearing some Eurobeat bump and i was like yes, yeah fuck yes dude like the fucking Eurobeats make all those races so fucking insanely dude. good dude because the animation for like some of the races from like initial d are it doesn't look good sometimes but the music makes it insanely a hundred times better don't stop the music, baby. Yes, dude. <laughs> Run in in the nineties. So I start hearing that. Dude, I think so I think good. that's what Dan was so hopped about when he heard uh, MF Ghost was coming was out. Like, he was like, "Music, man, yeah." <laughs> that that's pretty much like all of Initial D is it's just racing. Fucking Takumi essentially getting better and Eurobeats. That's literally the fucking show. And it's five seasons of Initial D. <laughs> and that's why I was so hyped for MF Ghost because, yeah. like, main character is literally trained by the goat. Like, mm-hmm. we're gonna get some gas. He's driving an 86. I'm like, oh, baby, oh, sh- we're mm-hmm. fucking in. So good. Such a good fucking series, man. God. I do hope they do three seasons at least. I feel two is going to be great, but three is going to be. I, I miss uh, Initial D. <laughs> so yeah. I know this is probably a silly question, but if you mm-hmm. haven't watched Initial D, can you watch MF Ghost or like, do you need to watch Initial D first? You can. Or, you, yeah, you can because it takes place way further into the future. Like okay. they do. They'll mention of things that happened in the past, but you really don't need it because they'll slowly tell you about that yeah like it's there's references but it's not like breaking it's not gonna break the show for you no gotcha yeah it's gotcha now uh this is off topic but something that kind of will break the immersion like if people haven't seen rebels and you go into watching ahsoka you're gonna the immersion is gonna break for you because a lot of the references are from the actual Mm -hmm. show rebels and it's gonna go over your fucking head if you watch ahsoka and not watch yeah, and all these Disney Disney fanboy Star Wars fans probably like who aren't like super big Star Wars fans probably did mm-hmm. not watch Rebels. Yep. So yeah. we're in the Star Wars verse now. Yeah, we're bouncing <laughs> around. I, I, I had to bring I had to bring that one up specifically because like that because you did bring up a really good point, Tyler, about freaking yeah. MF Ghost. Because yeah, like some people will do that sometimes. They'll just watch something not knowing that there's other stuff about it, and then just think that you have to do that. This one you don't. Yeah, oh, I mean, dude. I haven't really went deep in, deep off, you know, into the Star Wars verse. Of course, I watched, uh, mm-hmm. you know, 
the Star Wars movies, but that's about yep. it. So I just didn't know what you y'all was uh, referring to. So yeah, just referring to Ahsoka essentially as like the MF Ghost. <laughs> but dude, yeah. just just to finish off our MF Ghost conversation, watching uh-huh. Kanata throw that four point. Dude, rip, yeah, dude, yeah, that it trip was, was sick. A little deja vu, if you yeah, know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Tyler, uh, you need, you need to watch Initial D, man, and MF. They're so good. I love cars. Like I like I have a I have a sports car in my driveway. Like that's I love that I live for that shit, dude. But awesome. Nice. Let's uh let's get on to our actual segment for the day. We've been oh, yeah. bullshitting for a while now. No, yeah. so content. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I mean that's that's the point of this freaking. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. Bullshit. I'm just yanking <laughs> your chain so hard right now. <laughs> it's, it's called the bullshit hour. I don't know yeah. why we call it the bullshit hour. Well, we never do an hour. That's so. Perfect. That's a perfect name for a segment. That really yeah. is. Dude, literally yeah, every there you go. You, the bullshit hour. It's your oh, guys yeah. now. It's yours. There you go. Oh, we've been we've been calling it that for a while. But yeah. then the bullshit hour goes for like right now probably two hours. So yeah. the bullshit. <laughs> double hour <laughs> but that, that's go. the thing you know we we've been calling it bullshit hour for so long but we there's only been like two episodes in our history that has been an <laughs> hour or shorter everything else has been closer to two hours so no no they're like an hour and ten and that's with an no, intro and an outro dude no we're way, good. bro <laughs> lately lately we've been going on a lot but it's because we've been doing it a little different with bass out of town yeah <laughs> awesome so to get into our actual segment, um, we're gonna talk tropes. We're gonna talk tropes we love and tropes you hate. So if you don't know what a trope is, it's basically like a stereotypical thing you're gonna see in a lot of different shows. Uh, so we got two we like, two we don't like, maybe more. We'll find out. I'm not sure. <laughs> we're gonna give you some examples, and everybody can chime in. So. Mm-hmm. Ash, since you're our guest, we'll let you get going first. <laughs> Damn, what are you sure. spotlight? <laughs> no, I, I'm, no, I'm actually okay. I'm okay with this one because I don't know how you guys are. Because I actually really like this one, and that's Sundares. Okay, <laughs> I Dan, love Sundares. Already know Dan hates it because he hates yep. Toradora, which has one of the best Sundares in anime. So, uh, that would be Nino, but uh, you can continue. Well, I mean, no, quite I, right. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say the best. I said yeah. one of the best. Yeah, so. it is one of the best. Okay, Taiga is so, one of the best. Yeah, I have Sundares as a trope I hate. So Hell let's yeah. get into what you like. <laughs> yeah, and then I'll go into what I don't like. Sundares <laughs> is the tough love freaking ones that will pick on you, all that stuff. But they really, really love you. I mean, to be fair, you kind of want that. If like that's why I like them a lot. And that kind of helps in some of the motivations of a lot of like characters in some of the animes as well. Like, honestly, in Quintessential Quintuplets, we can take that as an example because Nino is characters. She is a tough bitch sometimes. She hated the main character, but for a long, time. For a long time. But then throughout the series, she started to see his value, all that stuff, why he's there. She starts to like him, and it's her when she finally confesses is the most soul crushing thing when she's not picked because she really genuinely was the one that really loved it spoiler alerts everybody <laughs> i also was pissed when she was not picked too but when you read the manga it's fucking adorable like how like the reasoning behind who uh futuro picks 
But Nino is essentially was a big driving force in a lot of the story in quintessential quintuplets. It really is. And sometimes Sundarays do play a part in that. Granted, you hate it when they start beating the crap out of somebody, freaking, they start yelling at a fucking blah, 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 and all that stuff. But I feel to like be fair, as well give like a really comedical approach as well, most of mm-hmm. the time. So. Yeah. They usually do, and they usually are just straight up just psychopaths. Yeah. <laughs> like Taga. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's always fun when a Sundere like Taga or Nino, for yeah. example, uh, really has like all that character development and end up like kind of changing their ways, you know, and that's always fun to see. So, mm-hmm. but okay. Man, what, do you have any thoughts on this, Dad? <laughs> I got a little bit of a, I guess, a little bit of a rant, you know, just oh, no. casual. I don't think it's <laughs> funny, and I think it's really overdone. I hate tsundere's and shonen shows. Like, get that shit out of there. Like, oh, no. we get it. Girls can be feisty, and that's fine. But like, actually, you write a good character. Like, <laughs> you usually don't get in shonen. That's the shitty part. Yeah, there's, yeah. I, I had another trope I almost put down. It's the Smurfette trope. Where they just throw girls in for no fucking reason. So there's one girl, like you got the Akatsuki, and they're just like, here's Conan. She fucking makes paper dolls. Like, fucking go for it. Like, yo, good. She knows origami. It's like, cool, but like, why is she here? Like, everybody else is badass. (laughs) But like, why does this character need to be so abusive and manipulative? Like, if there's going to be romance, let the sparks fly. I don't need some woman hitting and abusing the main character the fucking entire time. Skip the horse shit, get to the good stuff. But Dan, doesn't love supposed to hurt sometimes? Yeah, doesn't it supposed to hurt? <laughs> My wife never hit me, dude. <laughs> and I love her a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm so glad no, you yeah. brought... I'm so glad you brought up in whatever show you're just talking about like i need more mcs to put sundere's in their fucking place that is awesome (laughs) but like you got to think about it right so imagine switching up the gender roles right you've got a male sundere that's just not gonna fly why does it fly one way but not the other you know like i don't like that funny enough Mm. um male sundere's are actually pretty cool characters as well (laughs) (laughs) I can't really think of one off the top of my head. Do you have any like examples of like male sundares? Dio, like, kind of popular that Dio. I might know. Dio, oh Dio, okay. Dio, okay. Dio's probably like the four episodes one. of JoJo's, but I also know that he's 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 a wild man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've never thought about Dio like that. And he has he has definitely abused some poor ladies. He, and he fucking turned one into a vampire. And and here, okay, and, here, and then here's the funny part too. You don't have to necessarily see Sundres as them liking the character. It's, you can also see him as them just straight up just hating the character. He hates the Joe Stars with like a passion. This is this is getting a little erotic right now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, well, there is one of my dislikes. Tyler, what do you got for your first trope you want to talk about? Uh so I I guess we're talking about so he just brought up uh soon mm-hmm. So one of the tropes that I really like is uh when like you get the I can't think what's um uh, shit. 
Oh, the Dare Dara. The Dare Dare Girls. Yeah. That's one of my favorite tropes. And Dare Dare. What is that? So basically, basically, (sighs) this is like the very kind, the sweet. They're usually very happy, cheerful. And their their goal is to try to make others happy as well. Is that pretty close to the definition, Ash? That sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. Google that agrees with you. Would like <laughs> would Orihime be like a dairy dairy girl? I don't know. Because like she I just be... she wants to make everybody happy, you know? Like that's all she wants to do. She's she's also sad and worrisome. I feel yeah. like there's another yeah. word for her, you know what well, I mean? Yeah, because like oh. like like dairy dairies, you can kind of think of them also as like the energetic ones as well. So they're like the ganky girls. Yeah, like and they're so... just they're so sweet all the time, but they're just always caring and loving. But for some reason, they have like they like they, they have the energy of someone that chug like two monsters at once. Yeah. So for example, Dan, um, off of Toradora, uh, a dairy dairy, especially a ganky dairy dairy, which is one of my favorite oh, yeah. things. You know, when you add the ganky to that as well, mm-hmm. which is, you know, the more energetic, outgoing dairy dairies or whatever, mm-hmm. is actually uh, Taga's best friend. She's yep. a very good example of a dairy dairy ganky girl. Uh, do you remember her? Uh, I think she's got like pink hair, purple. She's hair. got like five lines of the first two episodes. No, she's a very prominent character. Yeah, uh, okay. I don't so. remember. But I, I know I you've only watched like two to three episodes of Toradora, so um, yeah, she's the uh, she's Tiger's friend, the redhead, redhead. Yeah, the girl. redhead. Yeah, so, okay. yeah. Uh, I forget Meanery, Meanery. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, uh, her name is Meanery. She is one of my favorite characters. Um, in like in like the rom com, like this this aspect, Dairy Dairy Genki. She's she's one that I'll bring up, Meanery. Another one that I really like is Yatsuba. I knew uh, Yatsuba. She, she's my girl. You know, I was day one Yatsuba. So, uh, and also Yui. Like, those three from Origaru, those three yeah. are my girls. Like, yep. that's my top. Like, I'm watching them because I'm, like, that's that's my top shows because they're in it. So, Gotcha. I'm literally Googling list of characters who fit these definitions right now. And it's helping <laughs> me understand what's going on here. Yep. Like but they that, brought up for like a Genki character, Mina Ishida from My Hero Academia. Academia, yeah. yeah. Boom, I got it. Oh, I know you're now, if you if you ever wonder what tropes I like, especially in a shojo or even a, like a rom com or anything else, this is it. This is this is a trope. I like the dairy dairy girls, especially when they're Genki, and usually they're the ones that have. I've mentioned it all the time, but they're the ones that have like the different colored hair. Like I know Dan, Dan's, you know, you, you give Tyler a girl with purple hair, he's in. I mean, they're usually dairy, dairy, ganky. Damn. So you know, yeah. not your Tyler. Reason, you, Tyler, you said you've watched Clonad, right? I've watched. Uh, I haven't finished it, but I have watched a handful of episodes. Uh, I had to well, put it on the back burner for uh, a few things. So, well, the moment I heard purple hair, I'm like, the two twins are purple haired girls, <laughs> and it's not necessarily that you know. Yeah. I like them because their hair color. It's just that mm-hmm. usually the dairy dairy, you know, ganky girls mm-hmm. have the red, the pink, the you know, purple hairs. You know, they have the exotic hair colors. 
because I, it makes them stand out and makes them more like bright and bubbly, I guess. You know, and that's and that's the funny part too, because both of them are twins, but one of them is a sundry, the other one's a good daddy daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the funny part. That usually always happens when it comes to twins. Yeah, and, and you know, speaking like quintessential quintuplets, like, mm-hmm. um, like it's been a while since I've seen this, but like it's one of my favorite shows. I need to actually rewatch it sometime or another. But I'm sure that the quintessential quintuplets, all five twins, um, I feel like they probably all got different, uh, you know, personality types that fit. You know, obviously Yatsuba is like the uh, Dere Dere Genki, you know, Nino is the Sundere, but uh, Miku is like the, uh, uh, I, I, I don't even know what to call her. She's like the quiet, shy one, reserved. Something, something Dere. Yeah, I think, it, I think that one's Kudere. Kudere. Kudere, yeah, that sounds right. But I just don't know the names of them off the top of my head. I didn't really write down all the Dere's, but uh, uh, I feel like they've done a really good job at defining, um, like making each girl different, I guess. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so you're telling me the author just pulled a list of stereotypical girl tropes and just made no, them there's like. Couples? There's like a, a shit ton of like, like list, you know what I mean? That he picked five of them, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's like, "Oh, what's the top five? Let's do it." Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I mean that kind of was what it is. Did each one of them do be- benefit from that specific tribe of dead trope that it is. But I mean, for me, for me personally, like if you put in like all five of these tropes, or like you know, if you put me in a show. It has a phenomenal Dere Dere Genki girl. I'm calling that show like a nine, probably off rip <laughs> uh, automatically. I'm sorry. <laughs> like it just, it's just, that's just how I am. I really love that trope. It's, that's one of my like bread and butters, I guess you can say. So, okay. Awesome. So, Ash, you started us off with one you like. Now, give us one you don't like. One I don't like. Okay. Um, I would kind of say the one I don't like. Man, it's hard to pick not liking a lot of the stuff because I just love the cheesy stuff when it comes to that. But there is one I know for a fact. It's weird because I, I do like it, but sometimes I just hate it that it always is there. The um, the Chunibio. I never understood that one. Because it, it's because it, the Chunibio stands for is like middle school syndrome. I think that's what the, yeah. the term what they use it as. It's essentially think about it as like when when the kid pretends that he's always like say he's always like a ninja or something like that, but he continues it as he gets older and never grows out of it. That's essentially what a Chunibio kind of is. Yeah. Well, I mean, I kind of knew what it was, but yeah. I just I don't really I never got where that played a good part in anime if that's if yeah. that makes sense okay yeah it really kind of doesn't but unless you like watch like a uh, chunibio like uh, loves and decisions like that yeah that works in that specific uh show because it goes into that specific trope but it also shows you like the negative connotations of it too where it's like because if you show that you never grow up you can't really enjoy like a lot of other aspects in life like especially love because love is also one of those things where if you're not mature enough to understand it, you're just going to be immature the entire way. And that's why I like that series. That's the only time where I can actually tolerate it. But in other things, it's like it's just unnecessary. It's like you just have the a person pretending to be the edgy kid in your entire group. 
Yeah, I mean, I've I've only seen this a couple times in anime, and like you said, Chunibyo was one of them, the actual mm-hmm. anime. Yeah. I didn't I didn't really like it. I didn't I couldn't get into it just because of that whole trope because it's centered around that. I guess I don't exactly. know. I just couldn't do it. So. I mean, so I agree with you. Like, I, I really dislike this too. So, so yeah. I'm gonna interject right now with the definition. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Thank you. Bring it. So basically, a chidubio is somebody who has grandiose delusions and uses yeah. them to stand out. Uh, it comes from second year syndrome. So people in like their second year of middle school. Yeah. Okay. And basically, they're like, "I'm a superhero. I'm a ninja. I'm this," and that, that's their personality. And I yeah. would fucking hate that. <laughs> yeah. I have in everything that I've seen. I like I said, I haven't seen it in very many shows, but the shows that I have seen it in, like I immediately hate it. Like that's just that's just a bad trope. I feel like so you you mainly get them in a lot of um random slice of life, but you also get them in the shonens that don't deal with powers as well. Like for instance, there is a Chunibyo in freaking I think it's uh, it's in Food Wars. There is a Chunibyo in Food Wars. Oh. We actually we just don't watching really Food see Wars. That That's coming up, yeah. Yeah, we're actually doing oh, like a yeah. Food Wars uh, watch. Like, we're not going to watch like too many episodes of it, but for Thanksgiving, you know, we thought, thought it would be really we, funny we, to. We figured watch it. food and <laughs> people orgasming because they eat food, because I orgasm when I eat turkeys. So I get it. Food Wars <laughs> <laughs> is so good. Honestly, it's such a good show. <laughs> I mean, a great example is Naruto thinking he's going to be the Hokage, you know? Like, he's just... It, it's never going to happen. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, it actually did, but I mean, in... in... I'm only but, saying yeah, this to no, Yeah, I know, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, God. You know, uh... technically, Naruto didn't get to be announced as Hokage. Just letting you know. Technically. Yeah, because Boruto's not real. No, because Connor Hamaru was up there taking his spot because <laughs> his little girl knocked his ass out. Naruto out. So, <laughs> a lot, not a lot of people know that, but you know, your Naruto fanboy here knows that. So. Um, of course you do. <laughs> God damn it. So, I'm going to get into a trope that I love, and it is the classic found family trope. So this is the classic bonds can be stronger than blood. These are like some great examples are the straw hats from one piece. Gurren Lagan. Wow. <laughs> look at Tyler. You've got the odd jobs from Gintama. The team Urameshi. Damn. Yeah. Like, Those guys, mean, man. Fuck. It's just such a good trope. Like seeing people come together, regardless of their differences and form a bond like that is awesome. Mm-hmm. And kind of a kind of an oddball one for me would be, you know, the Forgers. Oh, my family, okay. you know, like that is a ragtag group of misfits right there. And they came together <laughs> like, yep, beautifully, you know, and I just love that trope. It always makes shows fun when you can see people like bond like that. Dude. And. Anytime that happens in anime, I'm probably going to like it. Azumi, Azumi Curtis and the Elrics. That's a fucking great one there, too. Like, yeah. Like, dude, fuck. It's just anytime you have a misfit who finds a family, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Also, Mars uh, comes in like a lion. That, too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that, yeah. We talked about that one, too. Maybe Dan would like it, actually. You yeah, know, I think you would enjoy that can, one. 
Yeah, I it's love Shogi, family dude. in a nutshell. So <laughs> I love Shogi, so that would work. I don't know how to play Shogi, but I fuck with Shogi. I mean, Ray is a like Shogi prodigy at seventeen years old. Professional so, Shogi player. Yep. Yeah. You, you can blame Hunter Hunter for my love of Shogi. I'm not gonna cry. Don't oh worry. wow. <laughs> well, Chikamaru and his dad, you know, taught me a little bit about Shogi. So you have you haven't gotten there in Hunter Hunter yet, dude. You don't even know the pain. <laughs> I know. <laughs> How far yeah. are you in Hunter Hunter? What the hell? Uh, yeah. so uh, oh god, Here talk go. to him. Here we Talk go. <laughs> I'm only like uh, 20 to 30 episodes in. God so. damn it. You're, you're not even in Green Island yet? God damn. Come no, on. I think I'm in the oh, tower what? still. There's Dude. like a tower? Yeah, you're still in the uh, hunter exam. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. They're like uh, all like, fighting in the middle of the like. Uh, you're, like you're at the, you're at the point where they're, we're learning about Nen, right? Probably, I don't know. There, oh, like, that's like ten more episodes to go until that's done. Damn it! Yeah. Okay, never mind. <laughs> so you, you have a while. Getting at this point though, because you know, it's yeah. been a while. Yes. Like I, 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 so I was watching Hunter Hunter before I watched One Piece, and oh. um, <laughs> I actually, uh, like I said, uh, I Damn started it. watching One Piece. I don't even know why I started watching One Piece, but I did, and. Then it just took over my life. And this has been like, you know, obviously, you know, three to four. To, uh, so maybe maybe even longer. I don't know. COVID and all that shit's got my time perception all screwed up. So um, but it's been a while ago before I started one one piece. And uh, I've been caught up for a little while, like years. Um, so I actually like stopped watching Hunter Hunter just because I was watching one piece and it took over my life. So shame <laughs> but yeah you gotta watch hunter hunter dude it's so good but the problem is, is like you're gonna catch up and you're gonna be like me like i want more yep and, and then if you don't like reading it's like well that's it for me then <laughs> well not even that like yeah, even yeah. if you read I'll ahead read. you're it's still not you're, done <laughs> you're gonna hit a freaking yeah. wall anyway so like yeah a wall of text <laughs> yeah I, I mean i'm i'm like i don't know if i Read. I probably do read more than Dan. Honestly, I don't read as much as you, Ash, but I do read a lot of different stuff. So I think Dan only like reads a couple of manga, right? I I read manga if I want to finish a show and I'm annoyed by it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot and, of manga that I've read that doesn't have shows, and I'm like dead fucking pissed off that a lot of these don't have shows. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of shows though, like I I really want to read Fire Force, but I love how sure. well the fights are animated, so I don't want to read it because I want to be like surprised when shit happens, you know. So that's one of those tough things with that, but understandable. You know, it's one of those things where I like I I rather watch fights than read fights, and mm -hmm. I guess it makes it tough with Shonen because a lot I don't want to say a lot gets lost. But it's way more gas when you see it, you know, on a TV yeah. screen versus like in a in a panel. Yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I like keeping the anime only on uh, quite a bit of shows, too, though, honestly. So. But like I read Attack on Titan because fuck waiting for that. And <laughs> I'm so excited to see a lot of people see that ending because they're not ready for it. And I'm going to laugh. I don't I think mean, a lot of people are going to like it at all. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think anyone's... Unless they do an anime original. 
Well, so it's really interesting with Attack on Titan. So yeah. the mangaka has come out. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. He has come out and said that the anime is the purest form of Attack on Titan. Mm. And he has made changes in the anime versus the manga because he feels it's a better story. So maybe we just get an entire different ending because he realized he fucked it up. I don't know. Oh, yeah. You know, and, you know, for the, the fact that he's actually releasing a extra chapter uh, come next April. I mean, it kind of supports that idea. What if we do get a, another alternate ending and then he puts out the chapter in the manga, you know, because like I said, we're supposed to be getting that extra, what, 18 pages, I think he said. Yeah, a chapter. So, and yeah. I'm going to I'm not I'm going to say it's not bad. It's just not what you expect from that series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I guess. I guess we'll see what happens uh, November fourth, uh, fourteenth. I'm I not don't sure. It's something uh, like that. Yeah. Uh, it's before it's December. Coming up. It's coming up. I'm yeah. really excited. And then obviously we'll see. I guess what he writes in April and releases with the art book or whatever he's got going on. So, but definitely. All right, Tyler. Hmm. What do you got for one of your next tropes? Uh, we going. What am I going with? One I like or dislike? Is it dislike? You start, you start with one you like, so let's go with one you dislike. Mm-hmm. Uh, one I dislike. Um, so one of my big things is, so this is the deal with like romances, uh, shoujo, uh, whatever has this type of stuff in it, relationships in it. So basically, we're in an established relationship. Um that's like I said already been established and there's no competition has a random secondary love or just a random <laughs> alternative love interest enter the equation randomly halfway through the show or even way down the line just for drama and tension. I, I absolutely hate that. So. Okay. Is it that you don't like that there's a new character being added, or is it like that you don't like that there's somebody getting way of your girl getting your guy? So I hate it because there's no need for that. The only reason why they're putting it in there is for a couple episodes. There's gonna be, uh, you know, the tension slash drama is gonna it's gonna bring along the tropes like the jealousy tropes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And there's no real reason for them to be there except for the. It was just like, oh, let's introduce this character and let's immediately have him interject himself into their relationship and cause issues just so we can have a few episodes of drama from that. And it's so out of place and it's so random. Like the the person that they usually interject into the relationship, we don't even know nothing about. It was never foreshadowed. It was just, oh, hey, we got a new student here today. Uh, Meet this hot guy. And then rumors start <laughs> flying and this hot guy is now apparently seeing the chick and then, you know, it causes issues with, you know, the chick and the guy who has a healthy, strong relationship and has never showed signs of jealousy or any other thing yeah. to that point. And then all of a sudden, oh, wait, they're jealous as hell. They're fixing to break up. And like, I just hate that. I so, just absolutely hate this shit. So what I honestly I'm gonna say, can't think of one. So what I'm going to say is this is a problem with your main character because he's got to get his riz up and he's got to get that shit moving a little quicker. We don't need three seasons, dude. Just get in there and get after it. 
<laughs> I mean, I feel like this happens not to that extent, you know. Obviously, I, I'm over drama, over dramatizing uh, this way yeah. heavily, just because I hate this absolutely. Um, but I mean, I feel like it happens in a lot of romance shows. Uh, now, some of them, like, uh, you know, you're instantly introduced, like, so, like, you got these couples or whatever, and but you're introduced to the person, or they actually make it make sense. You know what I mean? They don't just throw them in there randomly. You see what I'm saying? I get what you're saying on that, yeah, because I can't really think of many shows that have done that. I think the only one that comes to my mind it was like lovely complex kind of did something like that yeah it, well see but, it doesn't really stick out with you because they only they yeah. throw them in there for one to two episodes and then they're done with them you know what i mean yeah because well technically i think torador kind of did something similar to that as well yeah probably yeah. i yeah. like a lot of romance shows do this and you know you don't really remember it in the long run because like i said they only do it for a certain like scene, just like a episode or even a couple episodes. It's it has no weight to it. Like there's nothing with it. Now you know Toradora. Obviously, you know they introduce like Meanery. You know that is introduced. You know, um, like for example, uh, uh, what is it like Hana Yori Dango? Like they they do something like that as well. But the characters are introduced. Like they, they don't just appear out of nowhere. They're like actually introduced and they actually have meaning, you know, with, uh, in, uh, have you seen Hana Diori Dango? I actually have not. Okay. No. Well, I, ha I have in, not either. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I assume you haven't, but they actually, you know, do something like that where they have a random hot dude. that's like a model come in and interject himself into the, whole relationship scene but they don't really have a strong relationship going anyways but he interjects himself but it was only because to uh to do a certain thing and then he kind of moved on but it was it was not it wasn't really like um pointless you know what i mean so mm -hmm. it had a reason it had a purpose and it fit the show so yeah and I'm going to say that's not even like an anime thing. Like that is in every fucking sitcom, every yeah. single, I hate like, it. drama. Yeah. Like that is like a TV thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because like I could not think of an anime that would technically do that. But no, TV in general. Yeah, it does that too often. That's oh, annoying. You, as hell. you think you think like 90s sitcom and all of a sudden it's like, oh, my cousin's in town. And the guy walks in mm -hmm. and the crowd starts, you know, like woo, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, he starts risen on the like the main character's girl. It's like that's just TV in general, you know. It sucks. Fuck yeah. that shit. No, I get it. And like to bring up Kimini Todoki, I'm pretty sure Kimini Todoki has something like that in it too. But like I said, it only lasted for like uh part of an episode, or uh -huh. you know. But I'm pretty sure Kimini Todoki has something like this in it too, where. You know, obviously they was are like established, but then they brought in some random guy, and it was it was actually it, it was actually just rumor based. I think yeah. in Community Doki. So, but there's no need for that. You know, they're just they're wanting to show the jealous aspect, and they're wanting to show tension. And I just feel like if you're watching a wholesome show, kind of like Community Doki, 
I don't want to see that. You know what I mean? I want to see more wholesomeness, more Kimonitsdoki type shit, not jealousy and, um, you know, tension. You know what I mean? Exactly. No, I get what you mean. Yeah, that's just that's just one of my biggest dislikes. And most time, the characters mean absolutely nothing, and they're so forgettable. But they, it just ruins my mood when I see something like that happen. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Fuck that shit, though. It sucks. <laughs> Who is is Ash next, or is Dan I think next? Ash is next? Yeah, really. I uh, did. I I did. a like one. Right. That's what it was last. You did a like and a dislike, so now you go back to like, I guess, right? Yeah. What do you like? Like, okay, okay. We'll do we'll do it like then, because this yeah. is this is something that I really do enjoy. Um, I enjoy songs that are the characters' themes or the song transitions into the scene when like a specific character shows, up. like those types of that trope specifically. I really, really. Because, okay. like, and Tyler can agree with me on this one because you hear it in the background, but it's not very super, like, like it doesn't protrude out in the freaking show. And Origaru, whenever freaking Hachiman hears, you hear, like, a little guitar riff, like, you hear that in the background. It's so low that you can hear it, but you know, like, this is a very important part where it's going to be him mostly doing a lot of talking or he's going to be doing something specific that's going to push on whatever the agenda is for the episode. Okay, so I I don't really recall um that actually happening in Origaru because like I said it's been it was this is mm. Origaru was one of the like the first couple of uh romances I actually watched. Mm-hmm. So it's been a while. I've been meaning to go back and watch it, but I never picked up on that really. Um just I go and just go on YouTube so. and watch a couple of clips of like Hachiman doing something. You'll hear in the background like a little guitar riff that happens, but it's always when he appears. It never, That's, it's freaking interesting. I like those little subtle hints in the background that do okay. that. That's super cool. I, I, I'm I'm definitely going to uh, rewatch it soon and I'm yep. going to keep an eye out for it because that's, that's super interesting. So Yeah, like also one of my favorite ones was when you know like the scene is about to get insanely crazy like in a Kill a Kill. You hear the don't lose your way. <laughs> yes, sir. You're right. And then you know it's like, oh shit, it's about to Oh, like, to go like, down because that's when you know shit's going crazy or like in bleach when you hear freaking ichigo's theme like the yeah. that shit just I, goes and rocks so hard man i was about to say that like yeah. shonen does this so good and i was yes. gonna bring up the time we've talked about it on the podcast before when aizen just stops ichigo's theme song and it's oh, just yeah. erased from history like that yep. just shows how like prominent bearing that that mm-hmm. scene had on the show yeah and like you, you've got the scenes with the straw hats walking and you just hear like overtaken in the background dun, dun, dun. it's like oh shit it's about dun, dun, to dun, go dun. down baby yeah. and i love i love when shows use music like that it's so good yeah especially when they redid it with gear five that shit was so gas it hit it hit yeah. so hard yeah, because the music plays into like the tones of, of everything, and that's what like kind of enhance your viewing of it. It's not only just you just watching the dialogue happen in between, but you're listening in with everything because the songs can also play the emotions 
that it's portraying in the in the shows, like in Berserk, when you hear Guts's theme playing, the oh, that's like a very low, mellowy sound, but it's a, supposed to be a very sad thing. It's usually after like he's had an arc or like a misunderstanding, or like he just has to go away and just walk away from some a situation. Like those types of things really elevate your viewing a lot in those specific shows. Like the music 100%. just plays 100%. so well in all that stuff, man. Oh, 100%, dude. And, like, if a show isn't doing that well, like, what are they fucking doing, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, awesome. Uh, who's next? I guess I'm next. So I'm going to smash two together because they bo- both involve battling. Ooh. And, you know, being the, I guess, the shonen boy I am, I love me a good fight scene. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, I just man. love how that's stuck, the shonen boys. <laughs> so, I'm going to start. This is not really from your necessarily i guess it is kind of your shonen genre but i'm going to talk strategy and specifically strategic battles so you guys know i love the mecha genre that's your space operas i mm-hmm. love that shit there's so much strategy brought into it it's not just boxing you actually get to understand the mentality of why moves are being made the strategy mm-hmm. behind it it's overcoming weaknesses jojo's does such a good job with this yeah, it does. They walk you right through it. It's so cool to see. Um, I love seeing people actually exploit weaknesses instead of just punching shit. Mm-hmm. Banging. Tactics. Like, that is it right there. You know, like, mindless combat and boxing are fun, but you give me some intelligence behind it, you know? Like, Dude, that part, is so part needed. Three. Part 3, Darby, the video game one, that one is a oh. really good fucking mind game of an actual, I mean, like, episode of that. I mean, part three is probably my favorite part of JoJo. So, like, I absolutely love that shit, dude. And then the next battle-focused trope I'm going to get into is the silent battles. Mm. When I don't need to hear the ideologies of the villain and the MC in their heads, talking, screaming at each other the entire time they're fighting. Like, give me a good old-fashioned sword fight. Give me some boxing. Like, let's focus on the noises of the fight. I don't need to hear all that shit in the background the entire time, you know? Like the monologues that they go on to inside their yeah. heads? Is that I what don't you're need, about? I don't need that all the time. Like, it's cool like every the, now and then. Like the Afro Samurai shit? Afro Samurai did a good job of not having that all the time, though. Yeah, well, I mean, it had, uh, it had uh, what's his name? The, the old... Uh, the the teddy mind, bear guy. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, but like when you watched him versus, I'm gonna call him Cyber Afro Samurai. I don't remember what they called them. No words, all gas. Oh, yeah, okay. you know, like a fight that comes to mind is like Gon versus Hisoka when they fought in the arc that Tyler is stuck in right now because he won't keep watching. <laughs> there is like 11 minutes of just all you hear is fucking fists going at it. Okay, it's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. It's like the final batter, battle of Naruto and Sasuke? Yeah, literally. It's just you just hear the fight. You don't need words. You understand the premise behind the characters. Like, let's just focus on the fight. I love that stuff. In anytime yeah. Mob goes 100%, hmm. he's just in there. He's not thinking. He's not talking. He's just fucking going at it. I love that. I can I can kind of agree with it, but also disagree with that because in certain situations like i'm gonna take here's a really good example because that thing really does fit the silent fighting uh in death note when the first time they're trying to track who kira is 
and that was the scene with the potato chip. Yeah. When he's writing <laughs> down names, but the thing is they were already focused in that area anyway. Because they were waiting for him to essentially make a wrong move. But he never really was. But that was the point of that specific mind game. It's like, is he the one that was doing it so early? Was like the one doing it at the very beginning in like the first three episodes? That was the main like silent battle that they had to see if he makes a mistake. And that's when they stopped caring about Kira for a while. Yeah. Like that, so I'm like, not. Well, they did it. It's actually not bad. Yeah. I'm not saying at all that I dislike it. Mm-hmm. I just love when they throw hands and you know it's just throwing hands. You know, mm-hmm. like okay. one that I think of is in Gintama, you have Kamui versus Hosen. And I can't remember the name of the under the underground city, whatever it is, like mm-hmm. the 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 red light district under the red light district, you know, it's just like prostitutes and shit. Mm-hmm. But like when those guys box, there's nothing. It's just fucking boxing. And there's like certain scenes where that's just so gratifying and you can just feel the energy from it. I love that. Okay. Okay. And like from Naruto, there's one. I mean, you have like Jinchuriki Naruto. He's like, I don't know. He's like seven tails or six tails or some shit. He's got the skeleton going on on him and he's fighting pain. Oh, yeah. And you just you just hear the hits. You feel the emotion of it, but they don't have to have the classic Naruto like. I've been where you've been before. I understand your pain. I can be your friend. Like, I don't need that in that fight, you know? But that's because that wasn't truly like Naruto. Like I that know. was that yeah. was, you know. And that's like, why I loved it. He just I seen Hanada, you know, like that's her that's you know. I, yeah, but you I know mean it was a lot like, of emotion behind that, you know. So it's I mean, me and Bass have talked about this a lot. I love fighting sound effects in anime. Fire yeah. Force does such a good job with it. Naruto is probably the best at it. And just hearing that for like six, seven, eight minutes without that monologue is just really cool to me, you know? Yeah, I agree. Like, that's that's some of my favorite moments, too. Like, of Naruto, just when he just goes insane. Oh, you, so. just hear, you hear the hand signs, like, you hear it all, and then you just hear fucking just, like, fist hitting, blocks, <laughs> all that shit. I love that. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm getting at. I don't dislike the monologues and all that, but I love a good boxing fight without all that shit in the background. Like, My Hero Academia is notorious for freaking Midoriya sitting there and being like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this the entire fight. I'm like, dude, just throw your hands. I feel like when when they're not talking, you know, there's a reason why they're not talking. Like, you know, it makes it's because it's full of emotion and they don't want to take away from that. I feel like that's exactly that it. So, and I yeah. love that emotion. That's what I yeah. love. You know, that's what I'm getting at is I love yeah. the emotion of that just silent boxing fight. Yeah, okay. that's when that's when, you know, it's like, you know, top tier, you know, things are going to be bad. If this, you know, if their protagonist doesn't win, it's going to be really bad. And like, it's it's no talking, you know, it's like. I got to win this. I got to focus up. You know, we got to see what's going on. So, yeah, I also need the characters screaming out their attack moves every five seconds. That helps, too. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. God. Jesus. All right, Tyler, so, what do you got? Uh, I guess I'll go with one that I like, I assume. And um, so I think I did the dislike last time. But uh, one that I really like, I'm going to go back into like the the romances and stuff like that as well um because that is i you know that's one of my favorite things you know i like i really i like shonen and stuff as well but 
you know, Shoujo's where it hits for me, so, right now. Um, but one that I really, really love is, especially if it's done right, like, it has to be done right, is when the popular character falls in love with the nobody or the underdog. That's, that's, that's where it hits for me, so, um, you know, I just love that great, like, underdog story. Um, they're really, usually really good. Uh, like I said, Hana Yori Dango kind of, kind of hits that trope. Um, you know, uh, Kimini Todoki kind of hits that trope too. Even my dress up darling and say, I love you. Like some of my yeah, favorite shows. You. Definitely. So, dude, uh, that's, 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 that's where I hit at. You know, if, if, if I'm going to watch it, if, if somebody comes up to me and gives me a show, like say, I love you. Kimini Todoki. Todoki, Hana Yori Dango, like any of that shit, like we're gonna be best friends, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, that's my shit. Especially if they got like a, you know, one of the Dare Dare Genki girls in there. Like, damn, uh-huh. like we're 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 Gucci, we're vibing over here. So that's that's probably gonna be in my top ten. You know what I mean? So, uh, dude, yeah, because like I I get what you mean about that one because that's an amazing actual trope as well. Because there's like a manga that I've read like. I would say like about a year, like a year, year and a half ago. I've actually talked about this on my show, and I've actually talked about this on another podcast before because it's almost the exact same way how you described that as well, where it's like underdog type of person or just somebody just out of nowhere that's not really relevant, most relevant thing. There was a manga called uh, "The Boy Who Cried Wolf and Told the Lie Again." Mm, I think okay. that's what, I'm pretty sure that's close to the title. What it was. And it's like we go through the main character is kind of is not really a loser. He's just depicted as just somebody that he just looks like he's not a very well liked character. He has this thing where they call it the eyes, but he's a really nice guy. It's just everyone around him sees that and they just instantly like poke at him as pretty much being the the terrible person. Yeah, he's he's been and one of his things that he's been wanting to talk to a girl the entire time. And that when him wanting to talk to that girl doesn't go the way he wants to, he tries to do something different and he cross dresses to like get to know her better. And uh-huh. the thing and the thing is like I and from there on out they they make a friendship. They have then he becomes friends with one of her friends and stuff like that. And the rest is kind of spoilers if I keep continue talking, but I recommend <laughs> people actually read that one. It's only like thirty eight chapters. It's super freaking short. It's a really good read about, like, honestly, it's a really good one. Like, go check it out. You'll have go to read it. You have will, to I'll, send me like a link or something for that one because, especially I'll, if it's DM really it. short. So, yeah, I'll DM it to you after, after. Okay. But, like, th- that one, the way how they handle the way it ends is almost the exact same way of how you like that trope. And, Tyler, you can put it in the podcast discussion section of the Discord, quote unquote, shameless <laughs> plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but another one that I like uh, from last season, I think it was uh, Dangerous in My Heart. It done this too, like this. <laughs> and uh, I didn't really watch it until like the end, towards the end of the season. And then I started watching it and like it's, it done this, it done this trope. And I was like, damn, this is actually one of my favorite romances of, you know, last season because it done this trope. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it done it pretty well too. So I don't know if you watch Dangers in My Heart though, Ash. Have you? I actually haven't. Okay. It's one of those yeah. I haven't. I heard it got insanely good. 
So, because I, I was when I was hearing about it, it was like at oh. low slow sevens, like early sixes, and then it skyrocketed out of nowhere. So the beginning so is like not good. Like I was gonna drop it, and then I just kept on watching it, and then it it, it got away from the you know the edgy jokes and the like the um, I want to kill everyone joke, kind of like that, all that mm-hmm. good stuff. And yeah. they actually got into them, their relationship building. You know, the very, the most popular, beautiful girl uh, with the lo- loner, nerdy guy that wants to kill everyone, basically. But he only wants to kill them because he actually likes this girl. Kind of, I, I don't know. I, it's, it's, he's got a weird mindset. And like I said, it actually got good. So it actually fit this trope pretty well. And that's why I really enjoyed it. I, I maybe that's that's why I really enjoyed it because it has my one of my favorite tropes. Um, even though it doesn't have the ganky, you know, dairy dairy in it, but um, uh, so. But yeah, that's that's some of my favorite shit. The ganky ganky dairy, plus the you know popular character falls in love with like the nobody slash underdog type deal. So um, definitely. Very good. So, your Hinatas, dude. Uh, Hinatas. I mean, what do you mean? For a lot of Naruto, <laughs> she was a nobody, dude. Come on. Mm, Naruto always had his eyes on her, kinda. He just too oblivious to. He was just yeah. always too oblivious, you know. Uh, uh, <laughs> like so. Sakura at first, that's why. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, my yeah. boy might need to go watch the original Naruto again because yeah. he was no, I mean, very different. It's, it's very different, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I understand that, but like he always, you know, seen Hanada, but he never really figured out what she was doing. You know what I mean? He always was chasing Sakura too much. I agree mm-hmm. with that. So, yeah. But if he actually paid attention to what Hinata was doing, I feel like that Naruto, you know, maybe could have caught on to what was going on. So, because he's seen what she was doing, she he just didn't understand what what she was doing. You know what I mean? So, (laughs) (laughs) I get you being a nervous wreck, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, uh, what about? I guess it's Ash, right? What you got? Anything else, Ash? I'll go with one that I hate because I think you guys might be kind of in like half and half on this one. Uh, when there's too many. Oh, and I'm sorry, you broke up. Sorry. When there's too many final enemies. Too many final. Can so think about examples. It, so think about it. So think of like, think, think of like how like the end of Naruto. Madara essentially is like the main bad guy. But then we get Amaterasu after that. And then we get a fight at the end with him and Sasuke. So it's like, who was the? What was the point of most all fighting? Oh, you mean uh, Otsu? Uh, Otsu? Uh, no, no. Okay. Kaguya. Yeah, and then all. Yeah, yeah. And then when you when they just give giving you another main enemy, that's you know like why they on did top that? of why. You know why they? So the whole reason why they did that, I have it in my mind. The whole reason why they did that is because it was a major ass pool. From because nobody could actually come close to beating Madara, 
And so they had to literally bring a god from the moon down <laughs> to beat Madara. I was about to say that they were doing <laughs> shit against my boy, and Hashirama was nowhere to be found. <laughs> he was turned back to dust at that point. <laughs> no, but like for real though, like I, I really do believe that on some levels that they literally brought Kaguya down because Madara was just too much of a menace. Yeah, because because I really because I even hate that like in video games as well. like the entire time we're like oh yeah this guy has been my enemy the whole f- blah 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 you get to the end and there's that swerve that happens out of nowhere it's like oh I was technically the one controlling this dude even though like he was yeah, always in the bullshit. background the whole time he was always in the background the whole time but you never it and then it happens and then it's like then what was the point of going and oh and then they end up being like a bigger bitch than they are so essentially they're more they just die almost instantly sometimes like those are the ones i kind of hate a lot and that does happen very often in like shows i can definitely agree with that i mean it brings up like one of everybody's favorite fucking one piece theories is that shanks is actually a bad guy and like you have (laughs) you have blackbeard you have the navy you have akainu you have all that shit and then shanks just curveball out of nowhere it turns out to be a bad guy like shit like that would like if if that happens i'm like this is fucking dumb I you know, think like, I, I it was one of my crackpot theories, right? I was just yeah. Shank was gonna be evil at the end, and I really do. I have a feeling that's gonna happen, bro. So. I fucking hope not, dude. I mean, that'll that'll be awful. That will be terrible writing. So like, <laughs> unless I, I Oda does it good, you know, I, we don't question Oda, bro. Fuck that. Fuck we don't that, question dude. Oda. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't question Oda, but like no, I definitely agree with that. Like I hate when you have like the haha, it was me the whole time kind of thing, you know? Like that's just stupid. Like r- right better. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I know I, I know what you're talking about, so I, I just kinda I it's that's always been one that I've always did not enjoy at all because it's you went through the journey, you already knew who it was bad, and then you're waiting for him to finish him off, and then it's like nope, I and someone else just takes the Dude, the fuck? Yeah. I really? Definitely. I really, dude? Okay. Definitely. I mean, it'd be like in JoJo's if there was somebody like besides Dio. You know, like Dio's been the overarching enemy the entire... I mean, I haven't read past anything yet, so I don't know what goes oh. on after Stone Ocean, but like... Okay. Dio's been the main bad guy, and he's been the reason all these other enemies are showing up, you know, like for the most mm-hmm. part. Like if yeah. there was somebody behind Dio, it'd be dumb. Like, fuck that, you know? Like, I don't know what happens in the later chapters, like Steel Ball and all that, but I'm like, no, if, like, you can introduce other enemies, that's fine, but don't make mm-hmm. them behind Dio the whole time, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's, like, the one thing I just would hate if they actually end up... <laughs> I feel like so Pokemon you're good. did just that in a game. I feel like Pokemon did that in a game one time, and I was like, fuck this, this is dumb. Mm, I, I would kind of say... No, not really. No, they say the same. Yeah, no, I feel like in one of the yeah. games, there was just like a guy who came out of nowhere and he's like, oh, I've been a bad guy the whole time. It's like, <laughs> fuck you, dude. Yeah. You gave me a master ball or some shit. Why are you a bad guy? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, so I guess it's... I'll go with my last dislike. And this is a classic for me. You guys have heard it before and you will hear it again. I hate shitty isekai boring main characters who get all the bitches. <laughs> the bland bitch protagonist. God, Black so hair. Many of them. <laughs> no riz. Bitches galore. Shit ain't fair. 
And also, why are they all so overpowered? This is bullshit, man. Kirito, you suck. Yeah. He's one of the worst ones. And on a total side note, can Isekai names please get better? I'm tired of reading a three-paragraph sentence to talk about a show. No, it's not going to happen, bro. I'm sorry. My mom and my sister and I got transported to another world where we cook dinner and fight goblins, and my mom suddenly got hot and I had a crush on her. Like, that is an Isekai title right there. Is it really? Probably. I don't fucking know. Oh, it could be. I thought you were being a dead ass. <laughs> it sounds like one. Am I wrong? I let the see. Probably. I, I have one that actually would that actually you might enjoy that will probably have you second guessing that specific trope that you hate. Have you seen Cautious Hero? No. You should definitely watch that one. Cautious Hero is actually really funny and it does the overpowered character very, very well. Overpowered isn't an issue. It's more, no, but it's he, but, but yeah, a lot of men. He <laughs> is very black haired as well, but he is not bland because his character is his. He's overly cautious about everything. You already know what he is by the title of the of the show, so you're yeah. not going to expect out of nowhere him not doing that. Just watch, gotcha. like watch the first like three episodes. It's fucking fun. I feel gotcha. like that's a, like a strategic anime too. Is what it's it sounds not like. strategic at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not. Trust me. If you okay. guys should definitely at least watch the first three episodes because it's not strategic, but overpowered. He is kind of bland, but it works with his character type. His specific character type works with it, and it's hilarious. Gotcha. I mean, I don't really have that big of an issue like compared to Dan with that because you know I really do like my isekais. And even if they're like, I like them. I really like them if they're like really good, like you know, slime, slime reincarnate. Like that's one of my top shows, um, because it does it well. But like, I guess so I, I don't really have that big of an issue with it. You know what I mean? I've watched I so I, many of them. Yeah, well, I think like it's just lazy writing. Yeah, pretty much. And plus, there's like some other ones that there are other isekais out there that are actually not involved, super powerful. Like Ascendance of a Bookworm is actually really good. Yeah, like, that exactly. one's a pretty interesting one to actually watch. It's like um the uh freaking uh villainess. That one's freaking hilarious. Like that one's good. She's not overpowered. It's just the fact that like her brain just thinks so different types of outcomes that she doesn't just want to die. <laughs> so <laughs> because that's, that's what supposedly happens at the end of her game. I've always wanted to get into the villainess series, but I see there's like so many you know villainess whatever. I fell in love with the villainess. Like, no. is there an entry point, or is it all just the seasons so, different? They're all very different. Just start with that one specifically. That one's really good. So it doesn't matter if I've never seen any other villainous. I can just like literally pick out any of the villainous seasons and be like, "Oh, I'm watching that one." And it's perfectly fine, right? Well, m- was my life as a villainess? That one specifically, you got to watch it from. The- but there's okay. other Itome game actual isekais that are there too. Those are all very different, but they all follow the almost. The- exact same tropes and so they're not all in like the yeah. same thing like no, I, I always no. thought they was all like kind of connected you know what no. i mean no they're not uh, gotcha yeah gotcha 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 mm-hmm. all right Tyler, uh, what do you got for I guess, last one i guess i'll give my last one um it is the one one that i really dislike as well and that is the sibling complex usually uh, complex tons yep yeah, I really, 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 really dislike this one. Um, you got it from like one of the top ones that I can think of is like uh, I'm not sure how to say his name correctly. Gouch. Uh, 
Is is that how you say it? Black, from Black Clover. Clover? Yeah. yeah. Black Clover. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure like he he literally gets nosebleeds and almost dies, I think, from looking just looking at his young sister's picture. Like that's I hate too much. Trope. I hate this trope so much. Not even that, just like when people are obsessed with their sibling. It's fucking weird, dude. Yeah, and another one that I like um I'll hit on too. Uh Ash is probably seen this one, maybe. Is a couple of cuckoos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like, I kind of enjoy this show, but Sachi, like, really, um, makes me question the outcome of this show. Like, I feel like that I don't need to keep watching it because I'm gonna get so disappointed in the end when Sachi becomes a love interest. You know, and I, it's probably happening. It's probably going to happen, honestly. But I haven't looked it up, and I haven't finished a couple of cuckoos uh, because of this. Because I'm like, I really like this show, kind of from the romance aspects, but I also hate that it's got a sister complex going on in it that could be um, escalated. I guess you could say. <laughs> no, I understand what you mean. Well, I mean, there there are some that take that specific trope and make it into part of comedy. Like Spy Family with Yuri and how yeah. he has a sister complex with Yor. Yeah. It's funny in that aspect because like it's not an overbearing thing because you know it's pure comedy. But there yeah. are some shows that take it into an aspect where this is legitimately a real thing. Definitely. Yeah. And, that, and, and, I, and I can see where like a lot of people don't like it. But there are some aspects where they make it into a comedy of it. And it actually is bearable in that situation. Yeah, I mean, I can under, I can, I can deal with that type. Mm -hmm. I know what you're talking about. Um, I watch Spy Family as well. Mm -hmm. But when you, when you start getting like nosebleeds and you start like, you know, uh, mm -hmm. I, you know, like it's just it gets too much sometimes, and especially if you think that there's possibilities of a romantic relationship with the sisters, which is a thing usually in Japanese uh, uh, cartoons. Or whatever, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because there's one that I actually have seen, and I actually really like this series. Uh, a lot of people don't like it, but it, it does have heavy CISCON stuff in it. It's uh, The Irregular and Magic High School. It's, okay. it's a pretty interesting show. If it didn't have that little aspect of it, the show's actually not a bad show. It's actually a really interesting way, because they use magic in form of a science. Instead of mm -hmm. it being actual spells and stuff like that, they're calculating these things. They have to actually uh, cal uh, no, calibrate a lot of the stuff they do. So huh. it's interesting, but it, I'm going to tell you right now, it will throw you away from the series. A lot of the stuff is really good in it. They have a bunch of cool stuff that happens in the show. But if you really don't like that, it's going to throw you away. I still say give it the three episode rule, but it will throw you away. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> yeah. We'll see about like it. It sounds yeah. like I'm gonna give it the no episode. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not telling you not to watch it, but you should actually still watch it just anyways. That's to at least have have something of that thing, so you know what you can probably end up avoiding later on. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I think that's us going through a bunch of tropes there, guys. What do you think? Yeah, it was a pretty pretty strange scene. Uh, the type of stuff we actually do love and hate. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely, a, definitely a wide variety <laughs> of tropes from these three D gens right here. Yeah, I'm 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 I'
You're I was going to say, you can tell I lean heavily towards the shoujo and side yeah. of stuff. So, Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> awesome, guys. We really hope you enjoyed this week's Anime DGEN's Bullshit Hour. We had Ash with the Simping from Senpai Podcast. Ash, when do you guys release? Is it weekly? It's bi-weekly. We usually release. Uh, I haven't. We haven't put out an episode in like almost a month. Unfortunately, because uh, time constraints kind of suck. It's mainly me because I'm usually the one that has to plan. I usually plan all of these, but I have been so busy where like I just don't want to record anything in it, (laughs) like honestly. (laughs) But I'm glad you guys actually called me up to come on because I actually was looking forward to this. (laughs) Yeah. Well, guys, if you want to check out the Simping for Senpai podcast, we will link it in the description and we'll also Mm -hmm. shout it out on our Discord. Make sure to rate the podcast on your favorite podcast streaming platform, whether that's Spotify or Apple or um, your mom's radio. I don't know what you listen to. (laughs) Um, If there's any topics you guys want us to talk about, make sure to throw it in the Discord. We have a section for suggestions. And we'll catch you guys next week for the rundown as well. Uh, We're switching up the order. So we're going to be doing a spooky DJs podcast on Monday for Halloween. Tuesday. Tuesday for Halloween, yeah. Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're recording, re- you know. Yeah, It's going to release at midnight. So Monday, yeah. Tuesday, whatever your deal is, good for you. I don't know where you guys are in the world. <laughs> uh, so make sure to check that out. We're going to be watching Perfect Blue. So check that out oh. beforehand if you want to listen to the discussion. And we're going to be talking about some of our favorite scary anime characters. All right, guys. Appreciate you listening. And we'll catch you next week. Peace. Later. Peace.